Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Thank you for uh, tuning in here this Sunday. Kind of uh, not really impromptu. Um, you know, just decided to come on and uh, get a stream with you guys in here. Uh, our schedule a bit, a bit different uh, actually over the weekend here. So uh, much like we did uh, last weekend, instead of a Weekend Warriors show, we did a, a Red Ice kind of member stream. Uh, and so I was thinking, let's do the same this week. It will be kind of more back to reg regular schedule uh, next week. Actually, we have uh, Mark Collett sitting on that Weekend Warrior. Lana will be joining us uh, for the Flashback Friday, uh, coming Friday and stuff like that. Uh, so I figured, you know, what the hell? We'll, we'll just uh, we'll go out to everybody. I uh, hope uh, you members don't uh, don't mind. Uh, thank you to our members, by the way. I do we do appreciate you. Thank you for your support uh, wherever you're jo joining us. Always a pleasure having you here. Uh, so yes, we do have an important uh, Sunday live broadcast here for you guys today. More updates, of course, we did. I was a little bit um, bummed, if you will, that I missed uh, the 20th. Well, missed, but you know, the, the 20th um, year, uh, anna, is it anniversary? Well, anniversary, I guess, yeah, of 9-11. Uh, the propaganda machine was uh, out in full force uh, yesterday, as it were. And uh, I do have some of that kind of in the beginning here too, actually, as we dive in. Uh, but anyway, so we're gonna talk about some of the uh, follow-ups after the Biden mandates, right? Uh, and kind of point to this thing that this is uh, just progressively uh, going to, going to get worse and worse and worse, right? Uh, it's not going to ease off. Uh, it's slowly going to, uh, you know, the, the noose is going to tighten and things are going to be uh, more and more restrictive. So that's kind of one of the main things we'll be talking about today. Uh, okay, guys, if you do want to join in today, interpretstream.live slash TV. that's uh, up and running. Uh, if you feel so inclined. Otherwise, we do have... Oh, and I should open that too, by the way. Cointree. Another method, if you prefer crypto, down in the uh, lower third or uh, up up above, you can see the address for that. Cointree forward slash Red Ice TV. And it's just a dot before the last two E's in Cointree. Uh, and you'll get right there as well. So that's a crypto option if you want to attach uh, some Super Chats. We'll also try to keep an eye on the Odyssey chat uh, with uh, one quarter of one half of an eye. Uh, you can figure out how much that is. And hopefully we don't miss any over there. But we do appreciate you. Okay, guys. So <clears throat> before we... Uh, I oh, well, I guess, I guess that's it, really, right? I don't, I don't think we have anything else to uh, to parse out here. Uh, before we get into the uh, some of the 9-11 stuff, though, and the uh, COVID updates on the mandates, uh, we started something maybe a little bit more lighthearted. Uh, I tweeted this out. I'm not sure if you guys saw this or not. But it was news to me. Maybe uh, I, I think... Um, Someone in the comments to this tweet here uh, mentioned, uh, was like, yeah, are you, are you just hearing about this? And it's like, yeah, I don't watch, I don't watch, I don't sit and watch Tucker all the time. Uh, but anyway, I guess uh, the, the times when he doesn't have a, you know, full on uh, suit on, you can actually, uh, you know, see what he has uh, on his wrist. And it appears to be one of those little uh, Kabbalah. Uh, Kabbalah stripes or, or uh, bracelets it's, it's what they call it, right? Have you seen those? Like all the celebrities are having those. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Uh, you, if you type in Kabbalah bracelet, you know, in any search engine, uh, you can see plenty of, of them are for sale. Uh, but there are others here, two here. Uh, here's um, some of the celebrities with them, right? When they're going to, uh, to a Jewish temple, it was very fashionable for a while. I think many still wear them, but it was extremely fashionable for a while uh, to have the red bracelet, right? All the celebrities and stuff like that. Uh, and as Madonna said here, uh, Kabbalists do it better. That's <laughs> that's right. So is that what that is? Is that what's on Tucker's wrist right there? Uh, now, someone did say, well, that's, um, you know, that's that's just, um, it's a it's a protection symbol, right? It's, uh, it's popular in, in Asian countries and stuff like that. 
Um, but I don't know. You make up your mind. See what you think about that. But uh, they, they, coincidentally, though, it was kind of funny. And I, oh, yeah, that's right. I had a couple of more uh, screenshots on this. Or uh, is Ivanka Trump getting into Kabbalah with red thread bracelet? Right. So, so just, just there's no question marks here. What's uh, what's going on? Um, or maybe maybe it's just one of those, uh, you know, Fox News has been pretty hardcore about the vaccine uh, passports on their offices and vaccines and mandates and all that kind of stuff. So maybe it's just one of those I've been vaccinated <laughs> markers that they that they use around the office. Uh, although I, I do hear that uh, Tucker actually is not uh, anywhere near any Fox News headquarters, but he's actually uh, in, on his own property broadcasting for the most part. Anyway, so this was during his day daytime uh, <laughs> broadcast, and I just couldn't... So I was listening a little bit to this, right? And so the guest here that he had on is uh, uh, Jarvis. What, uh, this, do, do, do the uh, guys in chat have the full name? Jarvis. It's the Menacious um, Moldbug. Or was it Goldbug? Or what was it again? Um, uh, you know, anti kind of feminist stuff. Uh, some offshoot on like, you know, an NRX uh, neo reactionary. You know, he's the one who kind of, I, I think he's the one who coined the cathedral as a way of explaining who it is that's doing a lot of these things against us. Basically, global homo, right? Cathedral. Uh, Kurt, yeah, Curtis Yarvin, is that what it is? I think it's Curtis, yeah. Uh, Moldbug. Uh, but he dished out uh, this line uh, while I found that uh, Tucker was wearing a Kabbalah bracelet. Uh, listen, to, uh, listen to this. And both of us have a family background in the real Washington. Yes. And so, you know, what they think of... And pause there and, and just tell our, our viewers what your background is. Oh, um, um, you know, my dad was a foreign service officer, which is... Uh, so I went around living in embassies and consulates around the world. I was kind of a... Uh, an international Jew, you might say. Actually, I always wanted like a lifetime subscription to International Jew Magazine. Can't you see it? Um, you know, but I was, I'm, I'm a rootless cosmopolitan. So, um, so you know, so I, I grew up really in the belly of this beast, right? And and both of us have a family background. <clears throat> All right, well, uh, make, a, make of that what you will. Uh, he did have another follow-up here, too, uh, deflecting us from uh, that there any kind of centralized organization behind uh, those who are doing this uh, to us. Listen to this. Because when I actually look at, you know, what the Vatican is, or in this case, the swamp, the deep state, as the cathedral, as I've sometimes called it, you know, the sort of the, the oligarchic power structure of... America, which is completely decentralized. There is no center to it anywhere. There is no like they, there's no one you can point to. There's no race or class or little meeting of like protocols of elders of Zion that's happening. Right. There's no conspiracy. It's completely decentralized. That's what makes it so hard to kill. And, and because when I actually hmm. look at, you know, what the Vatican is. All right. <clears throat> okay. Well, that's good to know. So there's no, uh, there's no conspiracy. There's no real objective. There's no even ethnic allegiance or not even a financial, uh, I guess, driving centralized uh, force uh, that's transforming our uh, our uh, world. That's kind of interesting, don't you think? Uh, and we'll end with this clip, too. I, 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 it's one of those, what did he mean by this kind of clips? Listen to this here. Uh, when he kind of reveals a little bit like what um, it's 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 us. It's my people doing this. Listen to this. Grandparents were American communists. Jesus, that's skipping. What's going on here? That's too bad. 
<laughs> I wish we could we could see that clip. Uh, let me let you know what. Let me do this. Let me uh, let me see if I can pull that in from another source here later. Uh, I've, I'm having one of those issues, I guess. Here uh, again uh, today. Let me see if this is the clip here. Uh, I guess the audio is the most important thing. Let me see if I can do this. I think this is the clip. I think the yeah the ratio will be all weird here. Uh, this is bizarre. Let me see if I can rotate this real quick. I think this is. I hope. I hope this is the clip. If not, we'll uh, we'll let it go. But it was. It was kind of an admission that it's uh, when he's talking about the. Uh, he was educated at Brown University, right? And all his grandparents went there. They were communists. He says, uh, and then he says that they had this very strange view of how they view Middle America, right? He said it's only with two nor- n- neurons that they that can process middle, which is euphemism for white America, essentially. Uh, and it's either they are either either we make fun of them, they're comedy like hillbillies or something like that, or we're afraid of them. They're scary. They're they're out with their pitchforks, kind of thing. He kind of admitted that, uh, and he and then he said it was it's a, it's it's uh, it's it's us. It's our people doing this. Let, let's see if this is a clip. If not, we'll 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 drop it. Let's see here. Because when I actually look at you know what the Vatican is, or in this case, no, that's not it. Okay, get dang it, get dang. That's too bad. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on from that. Uh, let me check one more time. Let's see if the skip is better here. About the yokels with the pitchforks. Nope. Nope. All right. God damn it. We'll leave it. We'll leave that at this. Okay. Moving on. Technical uh, issues to the side. That's what happens when you try to uh, screenshot uh, on your iPhone and then send it to yourself, import it uh, on one end, and then uh, play it. But uh, what are you going to do? Uh, okay. So, for all of you that have been waiting, of course, I know, I know you've been waiting for this. I know you're very excited about this, but yes, uh, Donald Trump is going to be uh, running again here uh, 2024. It's going gonna, it's gonna to fix the country, folks. Listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> Are you running again? Do you have a question? It's fine. It's on me, I guess. Are you going to run again, Mr. President? Oh, that's a tough question. <laughs> Actually, for me, it's an easy question. Okay. So, I mean, I know what I'm going to do, but we're not supposed to be talking about it yet from the standpoint of uh, campaign finance laws, which frankly are ridiculous, okay? You want to know the truth, but we have to live with it. But I think you're going to be happy. Let me put it that way, okay? I think you're going to be very happy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Okay. We'll see what happens, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And how are you going to deal with the voting, uh, the vote fraud issue? Is that is there has that anything been done on that front? There's like what Texas is the only uh, state that's passed any kind of law on that front, I would assume, right? Uh, where it's even slightly, slightly better. Uh, but even then, they, they could find a way around it. So it's, it's, this is just a, a show. This is just for this is pointless, useless diversion. Uh, let someone else, uh, you know, get. <laughs> not that this will matter. What president is in the, the country's in free fall uh, at this rate, right? Uh, Jimmy Fallis uh, joins us over on Entropy Stream. Good to see you, Jimmy. Thank you so much. He says, someone uh, says, hashtag smash with Scott. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Smash with Scott. With Scott. Should never uh, forget that old classic. It's uh, <clears throat> it's good stuff. Thank you, Jimmy. Uh, good to see you, sir. Uh, all right, what else do we have here? We dive into uh, actually, but let's let's get into 9/11 here. Then, uh, basically, there was a very interesting piece here. In uh, and let me see if I can find that tweet too, because it was a couple of uh, images there actually that could be worth looking at regarding this. But basically, New York Times uh, they had a piece, uh, an opinion piece uh, by uh, Ackerman. It's uh, there's a Swedish name called Åkerman, but it was it, it, this is not Swedish. It's it's a different uh, it, it's a different ethnic group. Maybe you can guess who. 
but uh, Spencer Ackerman here, uh, who's the author of Reign of Terror, how the 9-11, let me turn that off, how the 9-11 era destabilized America and produced Trump. Uh, and so the link is made here basically between uh, that it was because 9-11 happened that all this distrust and mistrust happened and all the way through that took us to January 6th and also essentially it's worse than 9-11. So around almost 3,000 people died on 9-11 no, no matter how you no matter how you view that, how you break that down, how you think or who you think did it or, or who's the guilty party and all that kind of stuff, right? Just putting that to the side for a moment. An event that where, where one of these supposed then terrorists, Ashley Babbitt, died is worse than an event that took down three buildings, killed 3,000 people and gave, what, countless uh, more people uh, with all the asbestos issues and all the stuff that they breathed in that day, right? Cancer rates and all that kind of stuff, right? And so he says this in the opening uh, opening line here. No longer should America's most threatening enemies be understood as a foreign, a euphemism for Muslim, but instead as domestic, a euphemism for primarily white Americans on the far right. So that's that's basically all you need to uh, uh, know about the piece. He, I mean, he opened with that. So it's not that he's hiding this, uh, you know, five pages down or something like that. This is just like straight out in the open, right? Uh, so here's the author here, uh, Spencer Ackerman. And, uh, well, uh, early life check, born to a Jewish family on June 1st, 1980. So we have another uh, ethnically driven individual who's targeting white Americans on the far right with a piece like this. And basically saying January 6th was much worse, much worse than 9-11. In fact, it's kind of nothing. There was this one, was a, she was on failed Senate, Senate candidate or maybe Congress candidate in Florida uh, who also tweeted out this. Like it's, it's, a hev it's with a heavy heart that I say this. But basically, uh, January 6th was 10 times worse than, you know, when... Um, we, you know, when <laughs> these buildings came down and three thousand people, uh, you know, were, were were killed on our own soil, it's it's incredible how they how they spawned this, right? So this is an interesting piece here too. I want to show you uh, real quick regarding the, the the supposed mastermind behind this, right? Uh, there's it's almost I want to play and maybe we should. I'll see if I can multitask enough here uh, to pull that in in a little bit here. But there is one important. Uh, story that I want to, or video that I want to show you uh, as well. We'll see, I'll see if I can download that here in a moment. But uh, uh, regarding the supposed like mastermind behind the plan, uh, Khalid Sheikh, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed confessed to being the 9-11 mastermind. 20 years later, he's still awaiting trial. This is an incredible admission here, really, if you, if you, if you will. And it says uh, this, for the past 20 years, I've been chasing a ghost. The man who single-handedly masterminded the attacks on New York and Washington and launched an American war against terrorism that continues to this day. That's, a, that's quite a feat, uh, I'll tell you. His name is Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, and he is the U.S.-educated Pakistani engineer who, as the operational commander of Al-Qaeda also orchestrated dozens of other terrorist plots and attacks against Americans and other innocents around the world. And then, then, and then here's the, uh, the, the kicker uh, line right here. And, I, and I'm looking for, if I sound like I'm 
not paying attention. I'm looking for another, cl <laughs> another clip at the same time here. So I'll see if I can find that or not. But it says like this. Since his capture 2003, Mohammed has been kept hidden away by a U.S. government that claims to want to bring him to justice, but never has. As a result, what he did, and importantly, why he did it, remains largely unknown to the public, right? So this is, are we supposed to believe this? Is this what they're, is, it, is this what they're wheeling out? Is this what they're giving us? Uh, it's got to be here. Yeah, that's the inconvenient truth. I think I have the clip here. One second, guys. Uh, it's a, it's like a five minute from, uh, I think it's Corbett who did it. Uh, it should be here on the list, and it's pretty good. It's just, it just basically shows that the, uh, <laughs> it's the, uh, <laughs> it's the official version that is the uh, the the conspiracy theory. Here, here it is, right here. Let me let me download this real quick, here, folks. Uh, sorry about this. I'm kind of, I'm doing this on a fly. I wanted to show it anyway. Um, oh shit, that's what is that? Ten? Oh, that's ten minutes though. I thought he had did he did one that was like five or something. 9-11 uh, a conspiracy theory. I'll just have to try to find that later then and pull that in. I, I could have sworn I had it here, but it's a good one. And it basically, it basically tells you everything you need to know uh, about the 9-11 uh, attacks uh, by debunking the official per, uh, the official narrative, right? Uh, so we'll see if we can pull that in later. Maybe, maybe we'll end with that or something like that. I, I could have sworn I had it here, but uh, okay, well, whatever. I don't want to be held up on that. Uh, we'll just move move on here. Uh, so this is the guy, by the way, too, and he's like, he's never been. Like, what? Where? Where is he? Like, that's seventeen years. For seventeen years, they kept this guy away, and and of course, why would you do something like that, right? Why? Why would? Uh, why would you not want the world to know about this? Why wouldn't you want to have a trial? Why wouldn't you want to bring this to light? Well, obviously, because you have something to cover up, and if you did bring this to light. It could very quickly be revealed that this man could never have done <laughs> what he supposedly did. Right? This is that story. That's like, well, he he ran this out of a um, out of a you know a, a cave with with Osama bin Laden in a um, you know in in Kabul uh, in the Tora Bora Mountains, uh, which is a com complete bullshit. Obviously, right? We know we know that, and and I've kind of not been really heavy uh, heavy handed on the nine eleven stuff over the last few years. It's, I mean, it's extremely important, and I totally recognize that. It's just other people do it better, uh, and they have uh, definitely kind of spent some time on it, if you, if you know what I mean. But uh, yeah, so good good piece uh, for once from USA Today, just completely revealing like the whole thing. Like, well, wait a minute, um, why why wouldn't they uh, why wouldn't they want to uh, get this out there uh, then? So we can figure figure this out. So here's what. Um, George W. Bush said as well. He spoke yesterday. This was an event in, uh, was it Shanksville, Pennsylvania, where uh, one of the planes went down, right? Flight 93. Uh, and, of course, to echo this uh, take that they had regarding how 9-11 is basically nothing in comparison to January 6th. January 6th is the real 9-11. Uh, and the domestic terrorists, the white Americans, are the real problem. And this is what uh, George W. Bush said to uh, back up that uh, crazy conspiracy theory. And we have seen growing evidence that the dangers to our country can come not only across borders, but from violence that gathers within. There is little cultural overlap between violent extremists abroad and violent extremists at home. But in their disdainful pluralism, in their disregard for human life, in their determination to defile national symbols, 
They are children of the same foul spirit, and it is our continuing duty to confront them. Hang on, hang on a minute. What did he say there? He say De defiance of national symbols. Let me go back there again. What did what did they mean by that? Are you talking about uh, when you tear down statues and burn flags? Because I know one group that's doing those kinds of things. Let's let's hear that again. In life, in their determination to defile national symbols. Defile national symbols. They are children of the same foul spirit, and it is our continuing duty to confront them. You know what that means, right? It was this incredible piece a while ago. You know, you remember how the left used to hate this guy? They just, they, this was the worst, you know, the most disgusting, despicable right-wing fascist that's ever existed. They just, they used to hate this guy. And uh, a couple of months ago, they, they they did these puff pieces. They're visiting his little art uh, gallery where he's painting these uh, oil paintings of like the diversity of America. I wish I could find that. I wish I remember the story, but it was incredible. They did a little... Uh, like a video that went along with the two and like, oh, this is the last thing you'd expect uh, George W. Bush to do. Painting all these wonderful portraits of how diverse America is. And <laughs> it's like, I, w I should find that and play that one time. It it's absolutely incredible. Um, but yeah, so they love the guy now. He's on board. And of course, he's always been on board. Don't get me wrong. But, but you know, the, how do I put this? The old Hegelian dialectic that was meant to, you know, pitch, you know, team blue against team red or conservative against liberal or something like that, right? That was that was nothing compared to where we've been over the last five years, right? Five or even ten years to a certain extent. But definitely when, when Trump came in, this just went into insane overdrive, right? Um, that they've even like, they've you know, the, the, the Bushes are hanging out with the Clintons. And this was known before. They're friends with the Obamas and all that stuff. Like this is one big click. And, and and although I'll say this that that like Trump is a, is a, is a, it's still an operative obviously within this system even how much he genuinely maybe at some point wanted to try to do something that failed it didn't work out you know has plenty of people who has uh, you know hooks in him and stuff like that uh, but they tr but they do truly uh, hey Trump I mean th th there's no there's no doubt about it I don't think just it's a media operation right. Uh, but it shows you how far we've gotten from that, like the, the, the old school Hegelian dialect that they're like, we're not, even, we're not even in the same universe anymore. We're, we're in different territory altogether. Um, so speaking of, I have one more thing here uh, on 9-11 that I want to show you, which was which is kind of interesting. This is a, a, a website here called uh, Unlimited Hangout. And they had a piece here about Klaus Schwab, right? We, we, we love Klaus Schwab. You know, he's a... He's a World Economic Forum head, and, and they had this uh, fancy art piece here, Obey, Consume, Reset, and that's that's uh, clabby, clabby, schwabby right there, right? Uh, but so, so the title of the piece is Schwab Family Values, and it opens like this. It's, a, it's, a, it's an investigative piece by Johnny uh, Ved, Vedmore here. Uh, is the real Klaus Schwab a kindly old uncle figure wishing to do good for humanity, or is he... Really, the son of a Nazi collaborator, collaborator who used slave labor and aided Nazi efforts. Holy smokes. What an opening, right? What an opening. Here we go. So Klaus Schwab, obviously a Nazi then, right? And then you go to the very first paragraph, <laughs> and then all of that is magically dispelled immediately. Uh, it's kind of fascinating, actually. How you can uh, how you can do something like that, and I, I remember I had another sc screenshot from this I want to show too. But 
It says like this, and I didn't know this is this is news to me. And I checked the the, the link that he uses for this as a reference, and it's absolutely true. Uh, on the morning of September 11, 2001, right? We know what day we're talking about here. Klaus Schwab sat having breakfast in the Park East Synagogue in New York City with Rabbi Arthur Scheiner, former vice president for the World Jewish Congress and close associate of the Bronfman and Lauder families. <laughs> Together, the two men watched one of the most impactful events of the next 20 years unfold as planes struck the World Trade Center building. So they just happened to have a kind of a, if you will, a front row seat uh, to uh, <clears throat> to to this to this event, right? Uh, and here's Klaus Schwab here on the on the right. Of course, this is from uh, Jewish Telegraph Agency. Uh, Religion has a role at the World Economic Forum. Was entitled back in 2002, right? So this is not too long after September 11th, actually. Um, Israel's chief Ashkenazi Rabbi Yizer Meyer Lau left president of Appeal of Conscience, Rabbi Arthur Shiner Center, that's the guy who was spending 9-11 with them, in New York City, what, have a front row seat to the buildings coming down, and Klaus Schwab on the right, president of the World Economic Forum. Uh, here they are lighting candles at ground zero during a visit of the religious leaders. So t- t- what about the Nazis again? I'm sorry, but how can we, can we, so, hmm. So how does this exactly make him a Nazi? <clears throat> Right. I mean, I know there's more later in the piece, but I'm just saying, if he's hanging out with the Jewish community, he's with Orthodox rabbis, he's in synagogues on the day of 9-11, maybe this is the group that's like, well, the no, 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 the uh, the Zionists are the real Nazis. Is that Maybe that's what's going on here? Um, it's, very, it's very interesting, very strange, but, you know, he has a very good re- relationship, of course, with most of the uh, Israeli leaders, because I believe he's uh, he's he's locked in um, with them, and he's a frontman, of course, at the World Economic Forum. If you see any of these guys in front of the cameras, they're most likely not the guy that's pulling the strings. They pull some strings, yes, of course. Do they have influence? Sure. Do they have sway? Yes, but they don't have the final say. They're they're the frontman men, they're the managerial class of the global elite, right? But this guy, he hangs out with Netanyahu. He hangs out with. Uh, uh, what was the uh, pre- the what was the the previous Israeli prime minister there that was uh, wasn't it that guy that was shot? I think I had a screenshot of that. But anyway, he's hanging out with, with most of those guys, right? So it's kind of an odd thing to make these uh, make this link right away. There's like, well, he's a you don't. So this is the thing: you don't have to con- do this contrived like effort to try to make him out to be a Nazi because then then everyone will think he's bad. Look, he's not, and so, and he, and he, if he had those values, he wouldn't be working with these guys, and he, and he would have a completely different agenda. Uh, he's more, he's a, he's a global. He's a, if you if you want to be technical about it, he's a technocrat in in the truest sense of the term. They don't truly care about ideology. They certainly don't care about race or nation. <laughs> it's like, how is he a national socialist? A Ger- German Workers' Party, nas- National Socialist German Workers' Party member again. T- tell me about that one, right? So I checked this guy's uh, tweet, some tweets out, the uh, the author, Johnny Vedmore, right? And it was just l- lunacy, crazy. He was quote-tweeting a, a tweet regarding the gray zone, right? Which uh, there's there's a... What's his name again? The author there, uh, Shannon, Dan Shannon. Let me just check the source real quick here. 
they were apparently downplaying the dancing Israelis, which which is kind of interesting, and I, and I don't think you should. David Sheen, right? He's very cr critical, like anti-Israel, you know, uh, I think he's Jewish himself, but he's very, you know, critical of Israel and stuff like that. But apparently they made a, a piece here on Grey Zone where they're downplaying the dancing Israelis, right? Were the notorious dancing Israelis 9-11 plotters, spies, or just common scam artists? It's, it's not a big deal, you know, kind of thing. So so I wouldn't do that, of course, obviously, right? But then it was interesting. Then he ties this into it. The author of the, of the Klaus Schwab piece that he's a Nazi here, right? I'll say it again. The gray, the gray zone are the establishment, along with Jimmy Dore and others. We, we've talked about Jimmy Dore before, right? If the gray zone and or Jimmy Dore are among your reliable sources, then it's time to revise your whole worldview. They are not independent journalists. They're fucking Nazi, <laughs> Nazi collaborators. <laughs> hey, ho, hang on for a moment here. Is Jimmy Dore a Nazi collaborator? David, uh, is it Daniel again? I was thinking, Dan, Danon, she, Daniel Sheenan? David Sheen. David Sheen. Is he a Nazi collaborator? The Gray Zone or not? Uh, anyway, you get that. This is just the, the, the common level hysteria that you get when the, the, the most contrived, complicated way of viewing the world and the ideologies of these people that are now running the show. And they just have to somehow prove to us they're, that they're Nazis and that's the only way to make them look bad. Not a communist, not a Bolshevik. Not a Zionist, not a, a technocrat, not an elite, not a ruling class. No, they're not. It's, these are Nazis. They're doing Nazi things to us right now. All right. You think? I, I think you get the idea. All right. Let me do a couple of these entropy streams here, and then we'll move on to this one. It's kind of an interesting uh, piece here, actually. Uh, Rowdy Dude says, uh, would like to renew my membership. Rowdy Dude is the username uh, for that I use for the membership. Uh, if any other info is needed, I'll send email. Thank you for all you do, Henrik. Yeah, sure, that's not a problem. Uh, you can do a entropy stream if you want. You could use uh, Cash App or Subscribestar, whatever you want to do, Rowdy. Uh, shoot off an email, and if you have any questions, we'll, we'll answer those. Thank you, Rowdy. Appreciate it. Dan Mother says, calling it now. Peep's going to finally get postal on these monsters. <laughs> they, I, yeah, I... And maybe that's what they want in a way, right? Uh, thank you, Den Mother. Jimmy Fallon says, this is worse than Jeb's please clap moment. Was that the, uh, was that during the, uh, when he uh, was was on stage with Trump? <laughs> was that what that was? I mean, that was fun. It's fun. It was funny, though. I mean, 2016 was, a, it was a good time. We had some fun. You know, it's it's different world now. And maybe even because of what happened in that election to a certain extent. But whatever, you gotta rip, get rip off that pan, that bandaid, you know. So that's what it's got to be. So you know, speaking about trust and and things like that, trust online, right? Trust on the internet. Uh, what what sor what sources are reliable? You know, all this kind of stuff. Um, this is gonna make things much much better uh, for everyone who is who's concerned about this, right? Uh, real time deep fakes could bring chaos to your next Zoom call, and I, I call much more than that. I'd, I'd say. YouTube videos, any videos. We, we've talked about this in the in the past, right? Um, Deep Face Live is already being used by streamers on Twitch and TikTok. A new deepfake tool will let users change their appearance in real time during live video streams, opening up a range of new possibilities for the contentious technology. We'll take a look at a couple of examples here in a bit. Known as Deep Face Live, the open source tool released last month on the code hosting platform GitHub allows users to place another face over their own while using video messaging programs such as Skype and Zoom. Now, I'm not sure what they do with the audio, though, right? We've seen some of that, I think. They can emulate the audio and stuff, but I would assume this is 
it's not going to sound anything like it. I could be wrong, but probably not, right? It's just a reference video or image that the program uh, is using, not audio, you know, audio technology. But this might be coming though. Uh, Deep Fake uh, Lives creator, a and here we go, secretive Russian developer. <laughs> so they're doing it. They're doing is to destroy our democracy. Uh, known online as uh, Iperov first shared footage of the tool's interface to a deepfake forum in late April. Iperov is also credited as one of the main developers of Deepface Lab, the most widely used open source tool for creating deepfakes. And here, I guess, is one example that they're using with uh, with the Tom Hanks here, as they're using the actual um, software and what it's managed to do and stuff like that. So you have, of course, the the input. Now, this guy, of course, looks like <laughs> he looks like Tom Cruise. So I'm not sure what they're trying to prove with this. The the guy on the left there, that's that's the raw footage, presumably. And then the guy on the right, of course, that's Tom Cruise. But look at that smile. It looks identical already. So I'm, <laughs> he says, oh, it will only work if you if you really look like them. I, I don't think that's what's going on here. There's a, another couple of examples here uh, like this on, uh, of what they use. Check the, check this out here. We've got full screen. So obviously the uh, uh, the uh, the boy here on the left is, is using it. And he's overlapping some woman's, some female's face. I, I don't know. Is that, is that someone... Is that someone we should know who that is or something? But I mean, that looks pretty. That looks pretty. Is that if that's real time? That's pretty damn good. I just wonder about the. Uh, there's no audio on this either, and presumably they took that away because they can't, you know, emulate that. How do you? Th what do you think this is going to do to trust? Right. What is this going to do to? Um, Ability to try to distinguish uh, fake stuff from a reality—it's it, already bad. We're already in a very bad situation when it comes to this. We have a mainstream media which is perpetual pathological liars, right? It just never ends with these people. And now they're going to be able to use uh, this kind of stuff. If they want to rope someone in, they want to blame someone, they want to do a—you know—a a sting, they want to say someone said something or did something. I mean, this is—we're in completely new territory. Uh, and it could be good for you to be aware of that fact that as this technology gets more and more refined, more and more advanced, maybe bring in the audio element into it as well, um, we're, we're, we're basically already going to be living in an illusion, <laughs> if, at least if you're online, right? The, the, we'll wait for the augmented reality, you know, when you put your have a, fa the Facebook glasses are out now. But, you know, at some point they're going to have basically retina interfaces, right? So if you walk around, you know, in the real world, you, you will have overlaid things on it. So street all, all those kinds of things that we're accustomed to like street signs and stuff that's going to be a, a, at some point it's going to be a, a a thing of the past and it's going to be all augmented overlaid onto reality either on your retina or with a pair of glasses or maybe even internally who knows how, how advanced that will get right um okay one more little kind of bizarre story here and then we'll get into the uh the next stage here for the mandates for the mandatory vaccination uh, program that the elites are rolling out, and they're definitely making their next move. That they're they're this boiling the frog stuff. That's over. They're they're going hard, and uh, this is going to uh, uh, this is going to get ugly. Anyway, a German man raided by police after calling politician a dick on Twitter. Extreme response, reclaim the net says here. Six police officers in Hamburg, Germany, raided the house of a man who insulted a politician on Twitter using the using a phrase. That refers to the male genitalia. The raid was heavily blasted on social media as a classic overreach by German authorities. 
A little over three months ago, a Twitter user who goes by the screen name Zoo St. Pauli described Hamburg's interior and sport minister Andy Grote or Grote as a pimple. A, uh, a, oh no, sorry, a pimmel. Pimmel, that's a German word, right? Or if you will then, translated to English, a dick. Maybe that, maybe, what if it's objectively true? And that was a, in a reply to a post to, by the minister. On early Wednesday morning, six officers raided, this is a few days ago now, raided his house to search for evidence. My house was searched at 6 this morning, uh, 6 uh, a.m., or 6 in the morning. We have 24 hours over there, right? Six officers in the apartment. Um, they know there are two young children living in this household. Good morning, Germany. There you go. Wow. Speaking to the Washington Post, the Hamburg Prosecutor Office confirmed it was investigating one individual for an online insult. So we've seen this in England, right? You say the wrong thing on Twitter, the cops show up at your door. Where you know, <laughs> it's just insane. While the Hamburg police confirmed it raided the house of Zoop St. Pauli to gather evidence. Okay, what what else? Once news of the house raid broke, many Germans defended the suspect on social media with the hashtag Pimmelgate trending on Thursday. Uh, it is arguably actionable that that kind of invective against politicians. It is arguably, sorry, actionable that kind of invective against politicians, but this house search caused a lot of protest, said German professor Jeanette Hoffman, uh, research director at the Humboldt Institute for Internet and Society. Sounds great. All right, good stuff. Good stuff, Germany. Okay. Um, all right, so I'm just checking so everything is go here. We're coming through okay. You never know. Sometimes things uh, <clears throat> things happen. Uh, all right. So, obviously, the establishment are making their move. They are boiling. Sorry, they're not boiling the frog anymore. Well, they are boiling the frog now, uh, but they went from very somewhat low temperature to scorching uh, very, very quickly here, right? Uh, and this mandate that it's, um, uh, you know, 100 people on uh, your company and whatever, the, the, it's the, the Department of Labor that has uh, has this right, apparently, through the Department of Labor in the U.S., uh, that if your company has over 100 employees, well, they have to be vaccinated. Or, for now, for now, right, I heard some people, the young, oh, this is not really a, no, you're, there's a way out of this, you can get tested every week. And, and watch, it's going to be at your expense because the, the employer is not going to do this, right? It's going to be at your expense. You have to test every week and then it's going to be every three days. And then every day you, you, turn, you have to do an antigen test every day you show up or something, right? So that, that window is closing. But they're leaving that open for now. But that is going to change, trust me. And it's not going to be relegated to 100 employees. Soon it's going to be 75 or maybe straight to 50 and then 25. And then it's going to be anybody who has one or, you know, or five or fewer or self-employed. Uh, that this will be managed through. And I would assume that that's something like if you don't, your business license is taken away from you or something something to that effect, right? So uh, to prove this to you, that it's more coming, um, this there's a UN General Assembly coming up here on, what's the date again? Uh, was it next week? I think it is September 20th or something like that. I forget which date it is. Uh, where Biden is, is, is going to, um, has revealed that he's going to announce more steps uh, to stop COVID-19. In other words, more vaccine mandates. This is what the Surgeon 
Uh, General said about that. Listen to this here. It has required us to take another set of actions, and that's what you heard the president announce. And there will be more actions that we continue to work on uh, in the days ahead, especially on the global front. We will be taking steps, and the president will be making announcements ahead of the U.N. General Assembly about additional measures. Ahead of the U.N. General Assembly. So presumably that could come Monday or Tuesday uh, this week, more measures. It's not going to stop there. This is uh, this is pretty incredible stuff, stuff right? Uh, so, of course, we call this. We, we, we're not shocked to hear this. Uh, we knew that uh, they will try anything they can to get to force everyone to move in this direction medically uh, with this experiment. But, of course, some people don't think that Biden is going far enough. Obviously, there's many. It's In fact, it's way too lenient. Here's uh, Fauci commenting on uh, what he would have done if he was in charge. Well, I think the president is, is, is you know, being s- somewhat moderate in his. Yeah, demand, it's moderate. That's if you right. You want to call it that in that there are some people who really don't want to get vaccinated, but they don't want to lose their job. You've got to give them an off lane. And the off lane is if you get tested frequently enough and find out you're positive, you won't come to work and you won't infect other people. So it really is somewhat of a compromise there. Myself, I would make it just vaccinate or not but he was trying to be moderate in what his pronouncement was <clears throat> so do you think that's going to close of course it is the testing eventually is going to go away uh, unless there's some other trick up with some new testing and we've talked about that uh, the purchase of gates and soros by MoLogic, the uk uh, uh, covid19 testing company for presumably antigen testing company uh, maybe it's the terra maybe it's the terra grippers on the cotton swabs at that point or so you know who knew who knows, right? What the what the next trick up their sleeve will be to force this uh, coercively on people, or 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 some kind of delivery method, so, delivering of what they intend to deliver to you through some other means and some other measure, right? Um, so the uh, CCP spy uh, Liana Wen uh, said this before Biden came out and talked about what he was going to do, and this is what she proposed, that I wish he will do this. Listen to this. Well, I hope that President Biden will do three really important things. First is to mandate vaccinations on planes and trains, places that he has jurisdiction over. There are a lot of people who are still on the fence about getting vaccinated, and if they know that they have to be vaccinated in order to travel, to see friends and family, to do business travel, etc., that can really put them over the edge. The second thing is we really need to get behind a proof of vaccination system. We know that the honor code doesn't system. work. You don't board mm-hmm. a plane plane, let's say you don't go to the airport and say, I am who I say I am. I don't have to show you any identification. I don't have to put my things through the metal detector. We don't allow that. And we shouldn't allow people to carry around pieces of paper that can be easily faked as well. We need a national proof of a vaccination system. Of course you do. Is I really hope that President Biden will explore all other avenues, including tying federal funding to try to um, help um, push states that are not even allowing for schools to do mass mandates for example we really need to do something about that because it's just unconscionable (laughs) that there are states that are putting kids lives in danger and forcing them into a herd immunity experiment that they didn't sign up for listen to how she twits uh, changes that at the end a an experiment that they didn't sign up for well maybe you know something more about that eh? with fauci's gain of function research the wuhan lab uh peter dazak all the intermediaries ecohealth alliance Maybe you know something more here, huh? Who's behind? Who's who's been experimenting? Whose fault is this, right? We should boil this down. 
there are people responsible here. That's the bottom line. There are people that have done this to us, right? Not not the shutting down of society, not uh, all the economic measures, all the the bullshit about the the face the diapers and which doesn't work, right? There's study after study after study. There's I, I think there's not a single study beyond a opinion opinion pieces in in mainstream media that actually says masks work, right? There's some proof that N95, or a specific type of mask, they have some success rate. It's uh, you know significantly better, in fact, than like a surgeon's uh, surgical mask or something like that. But the other stuff doesn't work. Cloth mask doesn't work. Do you know how small this thing is, right? It's tiny. It's it's the the, the virus particle. It's uh, it's incredible. So she's twisting it by saying they're subjected to an experiment by not. But, but wait, a minute, but you have to ask that basic question. But if the vaccine works, then the vaccinated should be protected, right? So they've 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 hurled that at us, right? And then if you go back, oh, there's people, you know, it's not approved for, uh, you know, one-year-olds and stuff like that. That would be an that would be a functioning argument if we didn't have at this point data that the vaccinated are carrying bigger viral loads than the people who have who, who have who who, do, who have gotten this thing naturally, right? UK, up to seventy-five percent of people who are hospitalized have gotten both jabs, right? Israel, it's somewhat high as well. These are hot, these have become hotspots of the virus. It still transmits. You still get sick. People are still dying when they're vaccinated. So it doesn't protect you. So you can't wheel out this argument and say that this is, oh, you're putting people's lives as well. And we have a piece on that later. Considering the viral loads that we see in the vaccinated, that's actually what's putting at risk. You're a walking factory of spike protein if you're vaccinated, and you're spewing this to everybody. And that's why I said the other show when we had Tim on, that the the vaccine is the virus. The mRNA vaccine is now the virus. That is the driver of this pandemic. I I believe I, yes, barring you know that it's engineered and some of these things like uh, you know wh- how quickly would have you know swept through the population and we would have developed herd immunity. Well, uh, it's it, that's hard to say. But if we're some kind of normalcy here of, of, of if you compare it to an influenza, it could have just run through the population. That would have been that. But be- because they're putting these artificial pressures on the virus, the vaccinated are becoming dangerous factories <laughs> of, of, of new, highly uh, virulent strains uh, of, of this thing. And that's what's so insane. So what I'm showing on screen here, too, is her article. I forget if this is, this is probably Washington Post, New York Times or something like that. Uh, Biden's sixth uh, step COVID strategy doesn't go far enough to compel vaccinations. And you can read some of the highlighted stuff of what she proposes there, right? Um, green pass. Let me let me pull up a couple of those real quick there. Uh, yeah, green pass. What does she say here? Uh, more of the same. These are good steps in the right direction, but they're not enough to get the job done. Uh, the biggest problem with Biden's plan is that it does not go nearly far enough towards compelling vaccinations. Reach the end of the line, trying Medicare and Medicaid reimbursement money to hospital mandating healthcare workers to be inoculated. Uh, we need weekly testing, green passes, digital COVID-19 certificates. <laughs> it goes on. Health passes, travel safety. She did a, uh, also did a, this clip here on CNN. Check this out, what she said. This is after, this is post uh, Biden's uh, announcement, and she reiterates some of those points here uh, of what she would like to have seen him do. And so, if she wants it, of course, it's probably going to calm down the pipe. She, she's apparently some kind of 
you know, expert on the on the subject, and we should all listen to uh, this uh, CCP spy for some reason. So here you go. We need to start looking at the choice to remain unvaccinated, the same as we look at driving while intoxicated. That you have the option to not get vaccinated if you want, but then you can't go out in public because <laughs> when you go out yeah. in public, you have the potential of infecting other people with a potentially deadly disease. Just like you can. Well, now there's proof that the vaccinated are doing just that, and in fact, it's even worse. So what do we do about them? then huh choose to drink in private if you want but if you get behind the wheel of a car and can endanger other people there is an obligation by society to prevent you from doing that so i, I think the what president biden did today is exactly right to say that the vaccinated should not have to pay the price for the so-called choices of the unvaccinated anymore although to your point chris i definitely um wished that he had also announced some type of proof of vaccination because at this point we have this flimsy piece of paper that's so easy to counterfeit and I, I mean we don't allow this to board an airplane right you don't go to the tsa right. checkpoint and say i am who i say i am here's a piece of paper right. where i wrote my name some I mean, states, we have though, id for this reason and some states are doing it right new york is doing it but you're right we need a national system for these kinds of policies to take hold i have one more there you go yep that's what they want and we know where this is going we've we've talked about this we've exposed this we've shown the Screenshot the recommendations. Of course, some states are already working on this, but there will be a national thing, and this will be tied into an international system eventually, right? Uh, so they're the ones that are pushing this really, really hard, right? Uh, there has been some interesting developments in the UK, and we'll talk about that in a moment too. Uh, they seem to, and this is how they do it: they do ten steps forward, three back, right? And you think, oh, look at that, we're we're <laughs> we're winning. Uh, the people who push back uh, uh, think, right? Uh, but we we showed you the. Uh, the uh, the vaccine uh, certificate, the digital health certificate that the World Health Organization has proposed. We talked about that in the past too. Uh, I'm trying to find the the cover, the the document there from the World Health Organizations about that. For some reason, I can't find that right now. Uh, but we showed you that, and uh, maybe that was still maybe that tweet was deleted. Maybe that was like censored or something. Anyway, I'll find it. I'll find it later. Anyway, uh, so that's what's coming down the pipe here. And you might see some of this kind of push and, you know, go a little bit forward, a little bit back. Uh, they they fold on some issues, right? Uh, but then it's going to come back again. And it's going to be even stronger. It's going to be ve vengeance after that point, right? Um, so this is what's happening here in, uh, of course, to uh, in Congress, right? This is uh, this is just perfectly encapsulates everything you need to know of what the plan is here, right? Members of Congress and their staff are exempt from Biden's vaccine mandate. <laughs> now, there were rumors, and yes, there were rumors, uh, and, if, and apparently they were fact-checked and debunked, but you, you can't trust the fact-checkers because they're as notoriously, uh, notorious liars as, as, as everyone else, if, if even not more propagandists, to be honest. But there was rumors for a while that the White House staff were not, they, they're not mandated. They were encouraged, right? But they were not mandated to do it. There's some people that proposed even said that uh, the manu va vaccine manufacturers themselves are not doing it. But again, the, the counterclaim to this was, yeah, well, no, they have announced that they've done this. But again, I would, frankly, would you, you would need to see, <laughs> see proof, like proof of this. Okay, well, show us then. You say this. So it's one rule for you, and it's another for them. So they're not, they're not going to have to take it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be fine. They're going to be exempt. They're going to find different ways out of it. They're going to get, uh, and even if you... Even if it gets to the point where you see some of these people that line up in front of a camera and they get a shot in the arm, 
How do we even know what that is? And I'm serious. It's like, oh, you kooky conspiracy theorist. But like, how do we know? Oh, no, sir, we, we've had some complicated, you know, and this is how they would do it. You know, we've had some complications. We remember that nurse in, uh, uh, I think it was even ten, uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee, right? I think it was a nurse. Went ahead of the front of the cameras. She was injected live on TV, and then she passes out. Like, they don't want that anymore. They recognize, well, this is a PR thing. It's very important. we got to control the narrative. We can't have anything like this happening. And even if they have some slight little fee, get a little woozy or something, or a little, you know, feverish on the spot, we can't have that. It's got to be clean. So we'll just, we'll, sir, we'll just do a the saline. Actually, we'll give you a vitamin boost right now. Um, and then we'll and then we'll do the real shot later. Okay, you're, you're in on this, yeah? Okay, good. So this is what they try to say also in Newsweek here. Joe Biden's employee vaccine rule means ninety eight percent of companies unaffected. What does this sound like? Oh shit! There's like oh my god, that's that's really good. That's like nothing. Then it didn't. It's not going to do anything. Ninety eight percent of companies are unaffected. Um, but then if you read different headlines. And I had one from the New York Times until they changed the headline, but the cash version is still up on Google News. It said like this, Biden to unveil vaccine mandate plan, <laughs> mandate plan covering two-thirds of U.S. workers, right? So two-thirds, it's 98% of companies, because the majority of companies are still small companies, it's independent contractors, it's, you know, very small companies and stuff like that. That's, that's still what the, the thing is. But there's but the big companies have so many employees. Those two percent is two thirds of the American workforce, right? So anyway, if you if you click in on that, it, it, they had they changed the headline. If you click on it, Biden is requiring the vast majority of federal workers to get vaccinated or face disciplinary measures, right? At least it said majority of federal workers, but it, that's nothing about the non-federal workers that he mandated for. So they're trying to cover for that. Uh, basically, people were using that headline. Uh, well, guess what other group do not need to be vaccinated? But they are given ivermectin, though. Listen to this. Across the southern border into the country. Well, look, our objective is to get as many... Let me go back. Here we go. Across the southern border into the country. Okay, sounds a bit uh, cut off there. She, she'll get to it. Listen to this. It's about migrants and the vaccine. Well, look, our objective is to get as many people vaccinated across the country as humanly possible. And so the president's announcement yesterday was an effort to empower businesses, to give businesses the tools to protect their workforces. That's exactly what we did. But certainly we want everybody to get vaccinated and more people are vaccinated, whether they are migrants or whether they are workers, protects more people in the United States. But it's a requirement for people that a business with more than 100 people it is not a requirement for migrants at the southern border why that's correct go ahead and that's it are subject to fines. <clears throat> and then she cuts off that's correct migrants do not have to be vaccinated they're being relocated they're just they're literally being placed into communities where they consider it to be too white among other things right is this thing, how serious is this thing? Is it is it real or not? Why do they not need to be? And these are the same people that are all, well, if you want to, you know, if you want to go to school, you're, uh, th this is very common to vaccinate everybody, all the kids for these diseases, like, excuse me, polio and mumps and rubella and all the other ones, right? Uh, even immigrants, migrants are coming in and yeah, they have to have certain shots and prove that they've had certain shots and stuff like that, right? But, but then it's like, well, yeah, okay, well, you... 
so so why are they not given these vaccines? But they but they trust me. They are going to try to put you know pin this on kids, and 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 they're going to be approved lower and lower in the in the ages. Uh, L.A. the L.A. Uh, Los Angeles school district now approved vaccines or mandated vaccine for kids as young as 12 years and then up 12 years and then up are going to be have to be vaccinated to go to uh, public school in in uh, LA but this is also a very different technology it's not it's not uh, the idea with the the polio and mumps and rubella and all that kind of stuff right we've talked about that many times before that Many of these diseases were actually going out. They were actually they were being they were being they were being taken care of, essentially, primarily because of you know better nutrition. People had access to more, uh, or they were more hygienic overall. They there was it was a different you know we've changed and, and updated how we live and stuff like that. Uh, then some of the vaccines when they were introduced um, actually reintroduced some of this these diseases. But regardless, it, it's not the it's not the attenuated viruses that's the big issue for me. The the big issue is the adjuvants, right? That's the big issue. As people are like, oh, I'm not anti-vaxxers. Like, well, I am. <laughs> I totally am because have you looked at the ingredient lists? And even even in the mRNA vaccine, there are ingredients that are not even disclosed. It's a guessing game. We don't even know some of them. The inserts are intentionally left blank on the many of these things, right? Japan is finding contaminations in them. This you cannot compare this to a, a, a polio or a measles vaccine. And the measles uh, scare was insane anyway. There was like, my God, twelve cases of measles somewhere. And it's like, well, how many kids did? How many died of this? Is it disease? Sure, it came back and stuff. How, how how lethal is it, right? And so you're willing then to play Russian roulette with these kids' lives, who are ending up with horrible, in some cases, side effects, right? Real injuries from these vaccines. Of course, you have the autism link, which people are, have tried to make some kind of meme out of it that it says these is just kooks to believe this. Absolutely not. Check out Vaxxed. Uh, there's two movies that they're, I mean, they're great. Vaxxed and Vaxxed 2. They're, they're amazing films. They'll tell you everything you need to know. The different health issues that these kids struggle with. And it's, it's awful when you, when you look at it. And that's just, a, that's just a, the normal or regular vaccine schedule. Now they've introduced something completely different, right? Completely new technology. Uh, mRNA. We have no long-term studies. We don't know where, where where this is where this is going to go. We don't know where these people are going to be in three years. We don't know what's happening with the driver. Also, that I've mentioned not many times, of the of the strains of them themselves. Right? You're putting you know basically you know unnecessary pressure on these viruses and creating you know more lethal and more transmissible viruses. Which you know, if you ask me, I think that's the plan. But you know, whatever. We don't have to go there. So we don't get any answers. And, and even in Biden's speech, right, he did say that. Beyond the comments, he said, we, we're, any governor, you know, we, we showed the map when, when Tim Rock was on the show Friday of some of the states that have at least issued some kind of caution of, like, you know, pushing back against this and said, we, you know, we're going to fight this. We, we're we're going to rebel against these mandates and stuff like that. Many states. It's mostly the coastal elites with a couple of exceptions. Uh, but most of middle America is, is, is opposed to this, it seems like, at this point. But he's going to remove the governors. Anyone, I'm going to use my power as president. Anybody who stands in in uh, uh, in my way, right, will uh, will will take them out. I think I, I actually I think I have that clip. Let me see if I can find it. Incredible admission, right? Um, which is which is just insane when you think about it. Uh, let me see. Was this the one? Yeah, this one here. Listen, listen to this here. What he said. <laughs> 
this, this is crazy stuff. We got the uh, full screen there. Uh, here it is. If they'll not help, if these governors won't help us beat the pandemic, I'll use my power as president to get them out of the way. If they'll not help... <laughs> I'll get them out. Imagine if Trump did something like this, right? And again, I'm not a big Trump guy. That's not the point. But you see how these lib shit libs react and freak out anytime there's something like this. I'll destroy these governors. I'll just, I'll, 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 I'll railroad whatever I want, right? And but but Biden in that presentation he 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 said that right. What more do you want? What what more? You know we our patience is running thin. We should we should almost play that again. Let, let's do that real quick, so you can hear just how insane uh, this man is, right? And the fact that um, let me see, we'll pull in. Let me see which one do we pull in here? Let's pull in this one. I'll just go to the end of the announcement here, but he's asking, what what more do you need, right? What what else do you want? Let's get forward a bit here in that clip. Check this out here. Head Start programs must be vaccinated as well to protect your youngest. I'm calling on all governors to require vaccination for all teachers and staff. I will sign an executive order that will now require all executive branch federal employees to be vaccinated, all. If you want to work with the federal government and do business with us, get vaccinated. That's an order. If you want to do business with the federal government, vaccinate your workforce. Tonight, I'm asking each of you to reach out to your unvaccinated patients over the next two weeks and make a personal appeal to them to get the shot. My message to unvaccinated Americans Here it is. is Here it is. What more is there to wait for? What more do you need to see? We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. <laughs> and your refusal has cost all of us. There, right? What are you waiting for? How about uh, how about long-term studies? How about something that shows in the long run we're not all going to die? <laughs> how about that? How about something that actually shows us, proves to us, that this is that that this is safe and effective because so far what we've gotten, and this is with all the censorship, with the, with all the media narratives, with all the contrived messages out there, with the intense propaganda behind pushing this on everybody, we've still gotten ample evidence from the blood clots early on, the weird menstruation issues with women, uh, people's skin have uh, gotten reactions and these weird blisters and bulbs on it. People have gotten blisters in their mouths, right? People have gotten brain fog. People have collapsed at the vaccination sites. Uh, people have just all and out died, right? And then they begin to change the thing. Is as well, it's not until 14 days after you've taken the second shot that you're considered fully vaccinated. So if something happened to you after the first shot or even before, after the second shot, but before those 14 days are up, you will still not be taken down in the statistics as someone who had an issue or complication with the vaccine because you're not considered to be fully vaccinated. So they're doing all these tricks, right? So instead of getting real answers and something that actually is, that, that shows us what it is, even thoroughly like debunking the things that people are talking about for the most part. Now, there's some stuff, of course, which is kind of out there and you can't really vouch for, for whatever. But there's some very sensible down-to-earth doctors, medical practitioners, experts in the field, people who are you know, involved in mRNA technology and these kinds of things that are putting out warning uh, you know, 
putting on the warning flare, the the you know, and and and, and saying what like slow down, this is insane. That we don't know where this is going to go. This could be really really bad, right? So instead of getting straight answers, we are getting this. Check this out. This is this ridicule and dumb sing and dance numbers making fun of of conspiracy theorists and everyone who's dumb. Look, look, look at this. The FDA recently approved Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine, which is freaking great news. Now, a lot of people felt skeptical because the emergency rollout didn't give enough time to thoroughly vet it. Well, now they have. And you can relax knowing that there is no poison in the vaccine. Oh, good. Isn't good. that right, James? It sure is, Amber. <laughs> no poison. In fact, we have a song for all those. Of course, we're going to sing to this is what this is. The, when you're asking for thionth, ladies and gentlemen, this is what you get. I'm ready. You ready, Amber? Yeah, I'm ready. America, are you? Yeah. Girl, I must warn you. I sense that you're causing lots of harm. Ugh. Situation is serious. Let's cure it with two shots in the arm. It's also ridiculous. Conspiracy theory seems. What the hell is this? They believe it because they aren't very smart. Yeah, that's exact. And there's always, I mean, that's fine, right? But it's like, there have you, you've seen the bell curve, right? The bell curve meme. And uh, it's these are the midwits, essentially, right? You have some of the most, you know, lowbrow, and God bless them, right? May the gods, you know, give them a good life, these people, but they're on the lower end of the spectrum, and they're like, I'm not taking no damn vaccine, right? <laughs> and then you have actual doctors, academics, highly accredited people on the same page, right? They're on the opposite you know, end of that bell curve. But it's the midwits that are pushing this. And they're saying, you're dumb because you're reading things on Facebook. And listen, it's more on this coming. You're you're just getting your news on Facebook. It's a straw man argument that people are object to these things. They don't know anything. They haven't read anything. They don't look at uh, studies. They don't listen to people who are experts in the field. No, no, no. They just, they're just dumb, uh, backwards kind of people. And we just, maybe if we sing and dance to them, maybe, maybe that will catch their attention. Check it out. Some of them did. There is no poison. <laughs> FDA approved it this time. There is no poison. Cow, yeah, what, what timeline is this even? Where, where are we here? If I were you, I'd take precaution before I get my news from Facebook. <sighs> Information is out there. From qualified medical professionals, take a look. <laughs> God, this is so bad. Uh, well, you know it. That's where we are at. (sighs) 
these are the people that are like fighting with you <laughs> because you're you're dumb. You're not you don't understand that there's experts that are telling us that it's safe. Okay. Don't why even bother? To be honest, why why even why even try to it's it, okay. It, there's not there's not even any point. It, don't waste your time. Go ahead, you know, just just work on like not having these people force things on us which we don't have full answers to yet of 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 what's going to happen. And what the full again just the the basic now over the last month or so we've had clear day and that's this numbers. These now their their numbers, I mean. It's their numbers, right? Come out and say the most some of the most vaccinated spots in the world are now covid hotspots. Why is that? Why does it not protect people who are vaccinated? What why are they still getting sick? Why are they still ending up in hospital? Why are they still dying? What is this thing supposed to do, right? Um, so this is what's happening here. Let me see. Uh, is this the next one? Oh, well, actually, let me do this and we'll move on here. Uh, Jimmy Fallis says, uh, Lena, when's right about one thing? We are going to be put over the edge. Yeah, the, you're, you're right. Uh, and they're doing this. They're doing this to... Um, they're they're declaring war essentially by uh, on people's uh, right to uh, to do what they want with their own bodies, right, uh, and and their own health. And, and and when we ask them and try to get reasonable and, and answers out from them, uh, they they just scorn and they ridicule and they make sing and dance videos and coercive measures and just try to choke you out of society to force you to take it instead of answering the questions instead of telling the truth. And again, I think the reason for that, the, the, the tactics behind that is because if there was an honest look, as usual on these things, they would they would fail. Their arguments would fail, and the data that they have that they are providing doesn't even back up their own agenda, basically, right? Um, Beetlejuice says, fun fact, Amber Ruffin is the host of a comedy show. I think this is supposed to be funny. Amber Ruffin is the is that uh, was that the one I played there uh, with the with the clip is that I don't know who that is if that's what, who you're referring to the lady in the video there uh, is that a show yeah okay this says Amber Ruffin FDA down in the recently approved down at the bottom right says the Amber Ruffin show is that like some comedian or something I've never seen this woman uh, so I don't know what that is but thank you for the input <laughs> uh, Beetlejuice Amber Ruffin is a host of a comedy show and I think oh okay. I said, yeah, so, so okay, of course, yes, you're right, I get the, yes, this is on, on uh, Peacock, which is like what some N NBC spinoff streaming thing, I think, right? And so, yeah, this is a comedy show there, but it's just like when, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the song, right, the, what's his name again? I always mix up all these people, the annoying one with the glasses, right, he, they're at, Song numbers have been like the the most constant coercive propaganda measure that they've wheeled out against us. Catchy tunes, it will make you go, you know, get that shot, get that jab, inject that magic juice in your arm. But listen to that tune, though. Yeah, but you could die. Yeah, but listen to that tune. Sonata for Violin says, it's driving me out of my fucking mind, too. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Sorry guys, sorry to expose you to this, but you know you you need to you need to know this stuff. This is what's this is what's happening in in normie world right here. Uh, William Shear, thank you for the dancing chicken over on Trovo, and thank you to you, uh, you guys for sending some. I, I I am trying to keep up over there. Sometimes I, I do end up behind, but I appreciate it. Carvkaki, thank you for the rose over there on Trovo. 
uh, and everyone else sending spells. I do appreciate it, guys. Uh, I do try to keep an eye if there's any paid chats over there and, and do those as well. Uh, but otherwise, Entropy is, is really... Entropy and Odyssey is really the best uh, way. Uh, okay. What else do we got here? Well, as you can see on screen there, so this is what's happening as a consequence too. We've talked about the shortages, incredible potential coming, looming labor shortages, which will mean more, of course, uh, supply chain issues, uh, production issues, shortages of all kinds of things, not just employees, right? So you have a two-pronged kind of thing. If people are at some point are going to begin to drop dead uh, because of the spike protein being subjected to it or being uh, built, generated, created uh, inside of your body because of the vax or because of a new strain that people have gotten that's just spreading around in the population thanks to the magical juice. Just think about the uh, how hard it's going to be for society to catch up. Uh, and and if and if most people that today go to their job and do their job don't show up to that job and won't do that job, the things that they produce is no longer going to be produced. Which means everything, all the items that you need from food to 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 things that you use in everyday life and and things that you rely on, things that you regularly have to get, will be in shortage. I, I hope this doesn't happen. But that's a very plausible outcome here uh, as we're going to autumn and then winter and maybe then even as we go into 2022. And again, I think that's when the COVID day talk, they dropped that already, right? We talked about that a few weeks ago. The COVID-22, right? Either we'll get something at the end of this year, which will be COVID-21, uh, but most likely we're going to have a strain uh, in as we go into 2022 that is so bad, so severe, and that will actually start killing a lot of people. Uh, and it's going to get a new name. It's going to be COVID-22, but uh, we, might get, we might be getting COVID-21. Some predictions on that early on, of course, in the pandemic, too. Um, the new strains. But, uh, yeah, so New York hospitals to pause baby deliveries after staffers quit over vaccine mandates. But remember, this is about helping people. This is about health and all the, that good stuff, right? Let me check out the video here and see if there's any. Maybe that's just a... Uh Okay, yeah, it's just a, a gay a music tune there. Um, an upstate New York hospital said it will pause the delivery of babies in two weeks because of uh, a spat of resignations by maternity unit workers who are objecting to COVID-19 vaccination mandates. So where are these people going to go? I mean, if, it's fine. I think most people generally, unless there's a, a big complication, don't need a hospital for, for a birth. I mean, this is, you know... Something happens, yes, I totally agree. You know, you need a hospital. That's that's totally fine. But for the most part, women don't, right? So maybe, hopefully, this will create you know better you know home births or uh, birthing centers or something. People will start going there, and they, they and they will get more business from this too, which is good. I I've never seen the point in ha new life being brought in at a place where at where you literally have all the sick people in the same house, right? Swedish we call it. Uh, sick house, Hukus. Germans call it the same, right? Krankhaus, I think they call it, right? It's it's a it's a house where everyone's sick. It's a sick house. <laughs> you want to bring? I know there's like wards or whatever, but still, the the, the main idea is there. Look at all the, the Candida stuff that was flying. It's super resistant Candida that was all over the hospital walls and every single instrument that they measured. Remember that? There's a story uh, like a, over a year ago, I think. Crazy stuff. Lewis County General Hospital in Lowell will temporarily stop delivering babies after September 24th. Well, how convenient. Nope, that's it. We're, <laughs> we're done. We're not doing any more babies, folks. Got to stop those babies. 
oh, you want to have kids? Huh? Well, I recommend you don't because we we won't deliver it for you. So, you know, you're on your own here. Big news conference Friday afternoon, Lewis County Health System CEO Gerald Sire said uh, seven of the 30 hospital workers who resigned were from the hospital's maternity ward. He added that another seven maternity unit staffers were undecided about getting the vaccine. Uh, so that's interesting. The workers are objecting to a 20, September 27 deadline to receive a first dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. Now, I don't think that they should walk out. Um, I don't think they walk it. We have a clip later. Maybe should, I should play it now. We'll play it later. It's fine. I have it in the order. Uh, two nurses in Kentucky uh, who are who are like they're refusing to leave. And I think that's the right strategy here. To, like refuse to leave. Don't um, don't uh, don't do it. Um, don't walk out. Just just go to your job and have them force you like drag drag you out of the building if they have to or something. Right. Or, or, or show them that they fired you. That's what the nurses in Kentucky did. Like, show me the like you have to fire you. You have to fire us. You can't. What, what are you doing here? And so they're, you know, trusting the people just will up in and leave. And I, I don't think they should. Anyway, Denmark here. Um, Denmark has apparently removed all COVID restrictions. Um, Peter Norway here says uh, it has happened. Today, Denmark removed all COVID restrictions, including COVID passport requirements. Everything is now back to normal. And it was getting a lot of retweets, this tweet. And at first, you're just like, whoa, that's great. That's fantastic. So happy. It's good. Thank you, Denmark. Essentially, it's because they 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 obeyed, right? They, they complied. Uh, let me check what the vaccination rate is in Denmark. I think it's pretty high. I mean, we, we've talked about um, uh, Iceland, right? We've talked about some of these Nordic countries, very compliant, very trusting of government. I think Sweden is more tr distrustful of government now than it ever have been for good reason. Uh, let me see here. This is Yahoo News. Okay, 80%, I think. So we, uh, for some time there, uh, if you look at America, there was a, uh, a suggestion that uh, if the U.S. reached, what, 75% or something like that? I think eventually they're going to go for like 100%. Like everyone has to be vaccinated. Uh, Denmark lifts all COVID-19 restrictions, reporting an 80% vaccination rate. So what I think is going to happen here, so it sounds, oh, good, look at that. You know, that's kind of the perception you get from, from Peter Sweden's uh, Twitter. Just obey, just do what they tell you, take the shot, and then everything will go back to normal. No passports, no mandates, no nothing, no masks, nothing. We'll just, we'll be, we'll be right back to normal. Well, guess what? This is my prediction. Autumn and winter in Denmark is going to have a tremendous rise in cases, a tremendous amount of deaths, and they're going to go right back to booster shots, and then it's going to be lockdowns, and it's going to be masks, and then the uh, va vaccine passport requirements are, are going to be coming right back again. So I hope they're out of it. I hope... I hope that's it. I hope they had the. I hope they have a magical cure. Excuse me, magical cure. It all worked out for them, and that's all you had to do. And peace on earth, at least in Denmark, right? Uh, but I think not. I I think. Uh, I think we'll have to see. Time will tell. It's too early to tell. That that's the that's the takeaway. Everything is now back to normal. Well, Peter Sweden, that's too, it's too early to tell. All right. Go easy there, son. Okay, so the UK, 
is doing a similar thing here, which is kind of interesting, right? What is this? What is this about? But this is how uh, ten steps forward, three steps back work. Sometimes you've seen actually quite uh, intense uh, protests in England, right? Especially over uh, the um, unit unit that was supposed to oversee um, safety for vaccination of kids. Uh, and the government is moving ahead with vaccination for kids and the uh, very agency or the ministry, I guess, of the body that's supposed to check on this had not recommended it yet. And they're just moving ahead anyway. That's how crazy it is. So you've seen massive protests in the UK, many countries around the world. We've seen it in France. We're seeing it in Portugal. We're seeing it in Greece. We're seeing it in... Uh, and we'll look at France later here. There is a upcoming, I think, worldwide uh, protest on, and I should have pulled out the date for this. Uh, I think it's like the 20th or something like that, of September, uh, a worldwide... I'll see if I can find a link later. We can maybe end with that, show you that. Uh, worldwide protest uh, planned, which is good. You should uh, you should attend, go up, show up. Uh, anyway, COVID vaccine passport scrapped for the winter by Boris Johnson. He announced that he's scrapping plans that would have required pass vaccine passports for entry to nightclubs, cinemas, and sports grounds. On Tuesday, the prime minister will announce plans to try to keep COVID under control over the winter. He says, uh, he will say, that he has abandoned the proposed compulsory certification scheme, which would have forced venues to check people's vaccination status. So same thing here. Don't assume that this is a win and then and then give up, right? Because uh, I think more of this is going to come back with a vengeance. They're just easing off just ever so slightly. I mean, they pushed incredibly hard, right? Uh, but it will come back. Here's a, a Guardian piece. Uh, regarding the let-up on the on the UK COVID passport. It is only two days ago that Nadim Zahawi, the vaccine minister, says that he didn't like vaccine passports, but it is the right thing to do. Has it overnight become the wrong thing to do? <laughs> there's, no, there's no overnight about it. I mean, first of all, there's a, there's a lot of defences, as we've just gone through some of them, that we, we need to keep in place, you know, because this virus hasn't gone anywhere. There's still a pandemic, so of course we need to remain cautious. But we just shouldn't be doing things for the sake of it or because others are doing it. We should look at every possible intervention properly. So you asked about vaccine passports. So I think it's fair to say, I think most people probably instinctively don't like the idea. I mean, I, I've never liked the idea of saying to people, you must show your papers or something to, to do you know, what, what is just an everyday activity. But we were right to, you know, to properly look at it, to look at the evidence. But you're not uh, doing but, it. Well, what I can say is that we've looked at it properly. And whilst we should keep it in reserve as a potential option, I'm pleased to say that we will not be going ahead with plans for vaccine passports. All right. Uh, very, very interesting. We'll see what they, uh, where they go with that, because I think more is coming. More, more than a moment here. Rowdy Dude says on Entropy Stream, uh, they convinced this to get the jab with that song. Song, Going to town now. There you go, Rowdy. Good job. I'm glad they won you over by, with that amazing uh, reassurance that there's no poison uh, in the vaccine. There's no microchip in the vaccine. There's no poison in the shot. So go get it now. Uh, Horace Cock Johnson says, wow, the clip of the comedian casually walking out, changing her attire and singing a reassuring song is a straight up ripoff of the opening of the children's show, Mr. Rogers Neighborhood. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I've seen the intro to that. Americans in chat will get it. Yeah, that's right. Okay, good. Uh, good catch. I didn't see that. Maybe it's uh, subconscious using every uh, little trick in the book that they can. Uh, but of course, they are. I mean, that's n no hiding that they're definitely trying to sell this to the black, uh, the black population uh, in the uh, in the U.S. as well. I think the U.K. has a similar thing that they're dealing with. 
I got to check and, and see what the rates are in Sweden for something like that. Like the Somali population, are they are they getting? I th- I don't think they are. To be honest, I think they're just you know they're just tuned out. They're they're just there for the Gibbs and the welfare. They don't care about what the, anything else that goes on in society, basically. Um, so watch out here in the UK because more things are going to come up. They're not they're, they're, they never give up, right? These are, this is the origin of, of of Fabianism, right? Out of the UK. Long term, and again, that's why I've been so surprised that it's moved so fast. But maybe they're on a deadline or a timeline or something. Uh, but the spectator here had a piece. It's back in July. Uh, we need to act now to block Britain's social credit system. So this is something that is going to come, I think, eventually anyway, even if it's under the guise of the vaccine health, uh, vaccine slash health passports or digital certificates that's tied to your ability to freely move about, whether it's internationally or nationally. Again, I mean, Leon Wen, she wants a, an interstate travel ban. This is insane. Are you are you st- are you preventing immigrants from coming into the? Are you closing the borders? No. And again, that was a, an early argument for many of us was, you know, when we thought that this thing was as severe as they told us that it was. And now, ironically, as we go into 2021, it's becoming as severe as they said that it was all along. Make of that what you will. But regardless, we argued like this would never have if 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 countries would have closed their borders and kept a tight, rigid lock for a few months, this would not have happened. But remember early on, all the people that are now telling you to take the vaccine, to mask up, to shut up, and to obey and sit down and don't read any news anywhere else, uh, don't listen to anybody else than them. They were vehemently against uh, closing the borders, and this was, uh, uh, you know, um, racist essentially, right? It was, it was, uh, it was, this was uh, very bad, and you know. Uh, Nancy Pelosi argued that you should go down to your, to your local uh, Chinatown and hug a Chinese person. And in Italy, we saw people out of you know Asians out in the street, you know, asking for hugs. All <laughs> this kind of crazy stuff, right? Um, but so this is what the uh, specters said here. Um, this morning, it was reported that the government is planning to introduce a health app in January, which will monitor our shopping, our exercise levels, or intake of fruit and vegetables, and rewards us with virtue points, which we can exchange for discounts, free tickets, what kind of events is not clear, and other goodies. So that's how the, that's how it begins. So when you see this, oh my god, the vaccine, way, victory, it's scrap, no. Something much worse is in the works, and it's going to come. Okay, so granted, maybe won't directly right away be tied to your vaccination status, but in all likelihood, it will. And if you have something like this wheeled out anyway, well, this is ultimately about keeping people healthy. So we have to tell them what to uh, what to eat. We have to tell them what to do. And of course, they will come down on, you know, natural, good, healthy fats like animal fats and things like that. Uh, they will push bugs on you. They'll put, uh, you know, insect protein. Uh, of course, vegetables is, is fine. That's not a problem, right? Uh, but they'll push all this other stuff on you to, 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 again, to hone you, to, to bind you, to in a Pavlovian sense condition you into a certain set of behavior, so you can get more score points on your on your uh, on your in your app. Be rated. I'm rated high by the government. Double plus good. So watch out because they they never give up these people. Uh, Canada big protest in Montreal, Quebec. Uh, against the current domestic vaccine pass today. Let's check this out.
Looks good. Good turnout. <clears throat> Is that the uh, the French influence that's uh, <clears throat> bubbling up to the surface over there in uh, Quebec? Uh, good stuff. Of course, we do have a snap election coming up here September 20th. Uh, younger demographics in Canada. Looks very good for the People's Party uh, of Canada. That's good. Of course, they're not you know high, high up there, but they have gained, I think, something like uh, f- five or six points, I think. Or maybe it was even more. Maybe it was nine. I think they're up to 11 uh, 11% of the vote now or something like that. So they have kind of piggybacked on this, and I know there's a schism between Chris Skye and, uh, you know, Ma- Maxine Bernier, and it's, it's kind of been unfortunate. I wish it's a good opportunity to try something new, you know, with Max Bernier, and uh, but Chris Skye's been very like, no, it's all politicians are the same and stuff, and he's been angry with them for, like, not, you know, going behind his back and stuff, and maybe there's some merit to that. I haven't followed up on all of that, but I, I wish you could see some unity on that front to see. But he's very anti-politician, which I totally understand. Don't get me wrong, um, but why not? You could try, you can give him a go. Like, we gave Trump a go. It didn't work out. Okay, too bad. Very sad. Now let's not do that again. Try out Max Bernier. So, see what happens. Can he do something? Can he change something? Why not? But anyway, that's 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 not what Chris Guy has in mind. Uh as he goes around, he's he's getting arrested, though. That's one thing. More more uh, arrest footage here. Uh, I think this is from to uh, yesterday. Yesterday, okay. Call a lawyer, babe. They're trying to arrest me. Why? Why are they arrested for what? I have I'm not done anything. This is fucking bullshit. No, but what was the reason for arrest? There is no there is no emergency order, so there's no undertaking. So what the fuck are you talking about? Yo, this is just insane. It's like complete fucking bullshit. Everybody, read, get this and get this to the fucking meeting. What? What's the charge? Breach of what? What's the charge? What breach of undertaking? You can't just say a condition that I didn't breach. Call the lawyer. I'm calling right now. You guys are just funny, man. You guys, you guys are funny people. Okay, okay. Any of you? Get his phone. He said he called. Get his phone. Are they are they taking him all the way? You should be ashamed of yourself. You wouldn't give you guys some space. You guys have all the space you want. You, you guys need one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight police officers. Look at this. They're lying and they're trying to make an example for the media. They want to scare everybody into doing the vaccine passport, and it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You guys are all going down. All of you guys are going down. All of you are going downhill. All of you. We're going to have your face right here. All of you guys. You guys can hide your faces as much as you want. I got it right here. I got it right here. All of you guys. Oh, you guys are so badass, huh? Fucking clowns. What's the charge? What's the charge? Cuts off right there. Yeah, so some people. Yeah, I think Chris Guy is a bit short. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's uh, Guido, right? Uh, Italian, right? Uh, and that cop is probably really tall too. It's almost a double of uh, of Chris Guy there on uh, uh, on that cop. But yeah, um, so there you go. Yeah, he's he's causing problems for them. They do not like him. They do not. Again, this is the thing, and he has a good point here. As soon as you actually have a a leader, right? Of sorts, right? This is specifically around the vaccine mandates, the lockdowns, and all this stuff. But the pops up that truly is capturing the attention of the people. He's becoming popular and stuff. 
this is what happens, right? He's getting arrested, he's getting harassed by the system, he's getting hounded and plagued and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, in an ideal world, he would have said, let's try out the People's Party of Canada, let's give Maxime Bernier a shot, vote for those guys, let's see what they can do to shut down the pandemic. But Chris Guy didn't walk that path, uh, and now maybe he'll deter more people from voting when, again, he could very well have you know, given them a boost or whatever. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, so that's uh, that's crazy, of course, as usual. Canada. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, let me see. Let me take this entropy here real quick. Uh, Just Sane says, uh, Mr. Rogers fooled me when I was six years old, but ne but never again. <laughs> uh, was that, I know it was a kid's show. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Like uh, I remember seeing it, uh, the clip, when I'm watching The, uh, the Burbs. Classic, uh, classic uh, movie, by the way. Actually, pretty good if you if you look at it. They're trying to pin it on the suburbians first, like the suburbians are the are the weirdos. They're you know kind of that narrative that they've been trying to drive up. And you could think you know Hollywood would really push this thing, right? That oh, it's the middle area, these suburban area. That's where the real monsters live. And for a while in that movie, that's what that what that's what's being portrayed, right? Tom Hanks freaks out and he just like. And that, that, that's what I'm talking about. That Mr. Ro they play Mr. Rogers in there because it's about the neighborhood. It's lovely. Do, do you want to be my neighbor or what is it? These things again. Um, and uh, but <laughs> so Tom Hanks says, "We, you know, we're the weirdos. We're the ones who didn't let these people in or whatever." But then he takes a, a beautiful twist, uh, which was yeah, they, the the new the newcomers, the outsiders, the weirdo outsiders that came into this white area in Amer Middle America. They actually, <laughs> they're the ones killing people. They're the ones that actually you should be wary of. It's it's very interesting that that twist took place. I'm I'm surprised about that. Usually they don't allow that to happen. But uh, now it's all identification with the outsider. The outsider is a real hero. They're the one we should identify with. The monster is the real uh, hero of the of the story, right? Uh, okay, back on track. Natural immunity have shown to provide better protection than vaccines. But despite this, of course, Fauci is rambling and trying to pretend, well, we don't really we don't really have those stuff. We I don't know if we, we should probably vaccinate the people that have natural immunity anyway. This is what he said. And just and just real quickly, um, there was a study that came out of Israel about natural immunity. And basically the headline was that natural immunity provides a lot of protection, even better than the vaccines alone. Um, how, what, are, what are people to make of that? So, so as we talk about vaccine mandates, there are, I get calls all the time. People say, I've already had COVID. I'm protected. And now the study says maybe even more protected than the vaccine alone. Should they also get the vaccine? How do you make the case to them? You know, that's a really good point, Sanjay. I don't have a really firm answer for you on that. That's something that we're going to have to discuss regarding the durability of the response. The one thing the paper from Israel didn't tell you is whether or not as high as the protection is with natural infection, what's the durability compared to the durability mm. of a vaccine? So it is conceived. The vaccine have proven to be completely useless. After six months, uh, uh, maybe even sooner, you're considered not immune anymore. And we have stories on that. That you got infected, you're protected, but you may not be protected for an indefinite period of time. So I think that is something that we need to sit down and discuss seriously because you very appropriately pointed out it is an issue and there could be an argument for saying what you said and, and where where there are we be. on kids anyway they could go on there there could be an argument for what you say we should 
you know they're going to pitch that everyone needs to be vaccinated, even if you had or not, or they're going to pitch that, oh, well, you know, there's been articles. We don't know. that It's it's as usual. We're just like a ping pong ball. It's just one thing one day and a completely opposite uh, thing the other day, uh, the next day. But they did say that, that suspected natural immunity lasts for years, maybe even a lifetime. I saw one article from, I think it was Nature or maybe maybe it was Forbes or something. I forget. But anyway, uh, but you know what they're you know what they're going to do. You know you, you know how they're going to spin this. It's not a secret, right? So here's the here's a very interesting article here. This is uh, MSN news here, I guess. Uh, herd immunity impossible to achieve, say expert. So this is out of India. But it's interesting. Listen to this here. And there's a paragraph down below that gives it all away, right? Experts are calling on government officials to refrain from using the term herd immunity as it is misleading under the present present circumstances. They said that with more infectious COVID-19 variants, again, created by the vaccine, on the horizon and some people uh, refusing to get vaccinated, herd immunity was virtually impossible to achieve. Herd immunity occurs when a large part of of a community becomes immune to a disease. Uh, University Sains Malay, I guess the Malaysian University, uh, infectomic cluster lead Muhammad Amir said the right term to use now would be path to normality. He said there were several factors that made herd immunity impossible at this point, including the ever-changing SARS-CoV-2 virus that caused COVID-19. Again, most likely generated, created uh, because of because of the vaccine. Could there have been some natural uh, strains, sure. I mean, we, we don't know that yet, but most likely it, it's because of this the, the pressure put on the the virus by vaccine, leaky vaccines, uh, and also they say an uneven vaccine rollout across the world. They basically wanted everybody to get vaccinated, everyone at once, and then they think then it would mag- magically have gone away if everyone in the world on same day, boom, vaccinated would have been gone. Now that's kind of what, like, basically what they've argued, which of course wouldn't be true. Some countries have very high rates of vaccination and some very low. This would have an impact on whether we can wipe wipe out the virus and come out of the pandemic, he told FMT. The next step I predict you're going to see here, too, is countries that have lower vaccine immunity. When it's already happening, Sweden is barring uh, Israel, America and Portugal are are also barring uh, Americans and Israelis from traveling right in. Eventually, you'd see a permanent lockdown, if you will, against those people. I mean, technically, again, you could just if you had closed all the borders right away when this thing popped up kept it like that for a couple of months presumably it would have kept to at least inside of the country where it was relegated to china but oh no they didn't want that see they did couldn't have that they wanted this thing to spread and that's why they said go out and hug a chinese person come on it fly on come on in Moreover, the vaccine being handed out now, and again, if this is something more sinister and they release it or something of course that wouldn't have been wouldn't have worked anyway but you, you get my take right um we don't know how children in primary school would be able to take the vaccine and stay shielded from the virus also strong resistance from anti-vaxxers and the vaccine hesitancy will further complicate efforts towards herd herd immunity but then here's the giveaway that that kind of contradicts some of that of what they said uh another um, colleague there at the university in uh, malaysia uh, kumita tiva das said Herd immunity was a misnomer as data show that those vaccinated may not retain the initial immune levels after six months, especially in the presence of more infectious strange, su- strains such as Delta. She said this and other factors would make herd immunity impossible and noted that even in high vaccinated territories such as Israel, Singapore and Sarawak, case numbers 
remained high. What else do you need to know? What else do you need to know? Oh, if everyone was vaccinated, we, wouldn't be, we would have been protected and saved now. No, doesn't work that way. They're just lying to you. Washington Post um, from Yahoo News here. They repost this here. Incredible. Just just put it putting this in perspective here. Women said the COVID vac- vaccine affected their periods. Now, more than one point six million dollars will go into researching it. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm not a I'm not a scientist or anything like that. But maybe you should have researched this before you rolled out the vaccine and started administering it to hundreds of millions of people. I don't know. Just a just a just a suggestion, you know. So they bring up a couple of examples here. A 45 year old she's gotten, and this again, this was covered up initially. Now they're t- now they're talking about it, right? This is from like today, I think. A few, a few days ago, but still, they covered this up. They said this wasn't happening. This was people were censored for bringing up information about that. that There's complications because of this. But now, oh, now we'll, we'll okay. We'll do some research. We'll look into it for you. And those, ah, it's it was probably it was just a uh, coincidence. It was just uh, it was unrelated to the vaccine. Uh, this is this is the world we live in, folks. Do it now. Roll it out, and then we'll find out what happens. Then we'll. Then we'll figure out. We'll figure that out later. Apparently, going over to Israel, because we've been talking about them and their situation, they have a very high vaccine uptake. Interesting. It uh, It's very interesting, um, putting Israel in pers- perspective with everything that's happening here. Uh, anyway, a leading Pfizer executive have reportedly been saying in a Zoom conference call, that whatever is happening in Israel is almost a clear predictor of what will happen in the U.S. and presumably then other countries a few months later. This segment has English subtitles, so I'm gonna just blow this up, and you have to read those. It's in uh, is it? It's in uh, Israeli. Oh, look at that weird break. Or, or Hebrew? Is it Hebrew or Israeli? I'm sorry. Let me load that again. That's this is all. This is all crazy stuff here. Uh, Okay, great, great, uh, great stuff. Uh, let me see if this works. In. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't work. Oh, actually, there. Okay, that, that's that's what we can do. Weird. Uh, okay, do you see the subtitles? Good. All right, let's roll. Read, read this, folks. Oh no. Oh no. All right, we'll just play it like that then. Dang it. I wanted the I wanted the uh, subtitles large. You know. I tell you, Twitter sometimes is just horrible to work with. Like, you can't go up in full screen with it properly. All right, let's do this one more time. We'll get it right this time. I promise. Here we go. Read the subtitles. Pfizer, <laughs> Pfizer, this is the, the leading scientist at Pfizer, says 
He continues to refer to Israel as its laboratory in all that related to the vaccine, an experimental area. And we, early in the pandemic, we established a relationship with the Israeli Ministry of Health where they used exclusively the Pfizer vaccine and they monitored very closely. So we had sort of a laboratory where we could see the effect. They immunized a very high population proportion of their population very early. So it's been a way that we can almost look ahead. What we see happening in Israel happens again in the U.S. a couple months later. הדברים האלה הם בניגוד למה שאמרו לנו בכירי מערכת הבריאות, שיש בלעדיות עם פייזר. מצד שני, כמדינה הראשונה שמתחסנת, טבעי שפייזר יסתכלו עלינו ויבדקו טוב טוב מה קורה כאן. זה טבעי שפייזר יסתכלו ויראו מה קורה כאן, אבל טבעי עוד יותר, או ראוי הרבה יותר, שיגידו לנו שאנחנו חלק מניסוי, יבקשו מאיתנו רשות והסכמה להשתתף בניסוי של חברה מסחרית, שרוצה להסיק ממה שקורה אצלנו על מה שקורה בארצות הברית ובעולם כולו. אגב, לפני שלושה שבועות שאלתי כאן, Okay, there's a bit more of that, but, you know, I think we heard enough. Uh, but that's interesting, isn't it? Ref- Pfizer is referring to Israel as its laboratory uh, where they're testing. But so the predictor here is, is of course, what happened in, uh, in, in, in Israel is going to happen in the rest of the world. And, and you guys remember, of course, we've, we showed it in the last show. Let me, let me pull it up again for you. The introduction of the, sh- uh, the third shot. We, we're going to have to go to booster shots, right? New strains are going to produce new, uh, you know, n- new versions. And then we have to, uh, uh, here is the screenshot I'm thinking about here. Uh, we have to go to a third shot, a fourth shot, and all that stuff. And, of course, that's when we've seen uh, the upticks in Israel, right, of deaths. There's the daily new confirmed COVID-19 deaths per million people. And, of course, when the third shot was introduced on July uh, 30th, uh, boom, it took off. So interesting. So that's the predictor. In other words, that's why we kept saying this, that we think then, sadly, unfortunately, uh, that people will start succumbing uh, to this uh, to this vaccine, right? Uh, here's the two nurses. We'll play this uh, real quick here that uh, refused to uh, walk out of their work uh, despite being pressured. Uh, and uh, this is I think this is a pretty good tactic to use. You need to prove that you're being fired or 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 they need to, like, drag you to the vaccine center, whatever you want to call it. Uh, check this out. Hello. Hi. Hello. How are you? Hey, Allie. Hey. So what are you trying to do? Are well, you trying to get logged on to a computer or? I was going to pick up here to pick up some shifts and stuff. I just stopped to talk to her. So you, you do not work here anymore. Sarah Beth had this conversation with you in detail. You talked to HR yesterday. I did not quit and I was not fired. There's no other option. There are so, only two options. I, I have not quit, and I have not been. I have not received a termination letter. You're going to have to leave. We need your badge, and we need you to leave. No. Under what? On what grounds? We do not want this to get ugly. On what grounds do you have? We're going to ask that you do the right thing, and you leave right now. No, you guys chose not to do the right thing by not giving us a choice. Who are you working? You're here. I, you're here. I am here. Okay. I was not able to clock in this morning. She didn't get the vaccine either. 
Hey Eddie, I need you over at the uh, amateur surgery entrance, please. I know, honey. Thank you. It's illegal to. I don't think they can fire you. There's a legal thing here. Why don't they just fire you then, right? Um, and you didn't do the vaccine either? No, sir. Okay. And I was not terminated. I did not quit. You guys keep so, saying we chose, but you gave us no choice. There was no choice. You guys took it away. There, no, we, we, there we, did not, we did not quit. Okay, so there was a choice. Okay, so then, so then fire us. So then fire us. So I'm the director of security, and under my authority, I need both your ID badges. I need right my now. termination letter. I need your ID badges right now. This doesn't have to go this way. You can cooperate or you cannot. <laughs> you don't have any grounds to say I do that. have grounds. No, you don't. You were notified. I just tried to clock in, and it was going to let me clock in, actually. So there, I have a video of it. So. It was going to let me clock in. You're videoing right now. I yeah, I you am. So. I am. Because you guys have no grounds to do this. You're saying do the right thing, so you know I'm, I'm in the right. <laughs> You have no legal. I'm not though. I will not leave in a professional manner. You don't have my permission to record. You don't have my permission to record. Yeah, but they can spy on you. They can record you. They can do all these things. Anyway, I think that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good tactic right there. Um, show them what they do. And, and again, why can't they? Why can't they just fire you? There's is there a legal thing here? I, I just, very strange, very bizarre. But just hold out as long as you can if you're in a situation like that. And, and even. Even go so far as say, okay, let's go. Let's go right now. Let's go take the vaccine. And then you ask, you ask them to see the bottle. And then you have that. You have to have the link to the FDA approval approval letter, letter that shows that it's only Comirnaty that's been approved. I mean, if that's what they're showing you on the vial, sure, run. <laughs> you can do that. But if if they show you something else, Pfizer, BioNTech, whatever. They say, well, that's not what you're going to put in my in my arm because it's that's uh, considered by the FDA. A le legally, it's considered to be a different medication. It's a legal separate entity, right? Anyway, here's some more crazy stuff out of some of the hospitals uh, coming out. Uh, how they need to scare the public. Listen to this. On the dashboard and how it's set up myself, as far as how we get information out to the community on meaningful numbers, we do oh. that on a weekly basis. So that's on our website, and we've been sharing that through social channels as well, particularly those graphics that show the number of patients in house, the percentage of them that are unvaccinated, the percentage of unvaccinated people in the ICU, and the percentage of deaths and the numbers. So those are numbers that we put out as far as we don't get into details of floor. Or right. Those other numbers are certainly out there. Right. I, I guess my feeling at this point in time is maybe we need to be completely a little bit more scary for the public. Then there's another comment is I completely agree there are many people still hospitalized that we're considering post-COVID, but we're not counting in those numbers. So how do we include those post-COVID people in the numbers of the patients we have in the hospital? So is that all the people who have been in the hospital since the beginning of COVID? Well, or this, that are still in it, and that's something that I can take to someone else, but I think those are important numbers, that patients that are still in the hospital, that are off the COVID floor, but still are occupying the hospital for a variety of reasons. Okay. Carolyn, we call those, I'm sorry, we, we're calling those recovered now. If you look at yeah. the Levant Health dashboard, they're listed as recovered. 
but I do think it, from our standpoint, we would still consider them a COVID patient because they're still healing. Yeah. So I think that that needs to be highlighted as well. Because once they're off isolation, they drop from the COVID numbers. That's exactly right. Kellen, we can talk offline and yeah. how we run that up. <laughs> of, course, of course you can. All right. So I'm just going to say, Carolyn, I think we have, Here's the kicker here. we have to be more forceful. We have to say something coming out. You know, you don't get vaccinated, you know you're going to die. I mean, let's just, let's just be really blunt to these people. There you go. evil all we're asking for is the truth and then they just want to hype it up right drive it intentionally scare people into submission to get it uh horace cock johnson says uh, wasn't there a study that showed some of those uh, who got the vax for chicken pox still developed it in their 20s and 30s uh, those with natural immunity did not i have not heard of that but i would not be surprised because that's a that, that's a common thing it's 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 usually what it's it's usually the the case right do you Human hands come in and think we can do something better, and then there's a natural function for something. And 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 yes, of course, there is a risk uh, with that too. I mean, you could be you could be sick, and maybe your your immune system won't be able to deal with something, and it becomes a complication. But that's just kind of you know what are you going to do? You're you're handing it over and trusting it to human hands, and then they equally fail or bring another set of risks on top of that anyway, right? Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised. I got to look that up. Looked it up, but that's a good uh, good note uh, or important one. If so, uh, Horace, thank you. Blas Aliso says, a Chosenite's worst enemy is another Chosenite. Thank you, Blas. Good to see you. Uh, Bill Jew says, it's going to get worse this week. How many employees are going to cave to Biden's rules? Uh, how can anyone prove compliance? I'm not sure what the legal thing is on the back end and, and even what the Department of Labor would do. I saw some tweets where people said, I had a company with 113 people. Uh, uh, I, I fired 14 uh, I fired the 14 that have taken the vax or something like that. I don't know if it's a real tweet, but I saw that. And they said, surprisingly, how easy that was. So they obviously they did intentionally took down their company to below 100. But that's not going to be a way out because that's going to be limited and or, you know, they're, they're going to shrink that number. Uh, so that's not the, the way to do it. A quick mention here from uh, Dale. Thank you, Beetlejuice. A, th- a quick mention here from Daily Mail. 26 out of the 27 Lancet scientists who, of course, went on to trash the theory that COVID leaked from a Chinese lab, have links to that same very lab and and the Wuhan researchers at that lab, too. Uh, the Lancet letter published in March 2020 called Claims that COVID-19 Originated in a Lab, a Conspiracy Theory. It was signed by 27 scientists from across the globe working in virology and other medical science fields. The widely read letter effectively ended all debate about the origins of the global coronavirus pandemic. Investigation by the Telegraph has found 26 out of those uh, 27 scientists had connections to China's Wuhan Institute of Virology. Imagine, imagine my shock. Here are some of the screenshots. There's Peter Daszak, of course. Him and Fauci, I mean, they cooked this up. They, they're responsible. Fauci is still out. He should be in jail for five years just for lying to Congress. Then we can say how long time he should spend in jail for helping to fund and create and cover up a virus which have, you know, caused immeasurable harm and economic loss and, I mean, just ruined, like, everything, right? So there's a, a quick scan through of the of the doctors that were involved uh, in this letter here. Uh, just so you can see who we're talking about, 26 uh, out of the 27 
uh, said, uh, or, or the whole report had said, it's a conspiracy theory, uh, but then 26 of these people uh, have ties. So again, we're the, it's the fox guarding the hen house, right? It's the very people we go to to get straight answers are the very people that are part of the machine that gave us this world that we now live in and this virus. It, it's absolutely despicable, right? Uh, plenty of protests in France. Going over to that just uh, briefly. A uh, little, little bit of footage here coming out of France. And also some crazy stuff today. People uh, people bleeding, people fighting, both with cops and then with each other. We'll look at that too. But here's, uh, here's some of it. <laughs> Things are going down, and it looks like uh, for at least for a while, the uh, protesters had the uh, uh, had the cops on the run. Here's uh, another clip here. some of that footage we have some more here too and apparently um and i'm surprised this hasn't happened sooner if this is i mean this is indeed looks like what we're looking at here but apparently the french uh far right was fighting the far left and for a while we've this is kind of you know the yellow vests what happened with that it's kind of been subdued i've seen antifa flags out during these protests i've seen obviously a lot more french flags and regional flags and you know obviously what looks like patriotic and nationalistic uh, tendencies uh, but eventually, uh, it I, I guess that that caves too. Uh, this what happened. Far right fighting the far left. So I guess uh, I guess after they collectively fought off the cops, then the far right fought off the 
<laughs> far left, which is like, you know what? Uh, you work together for as long as you can, folks. It's a, it's a good. I don't have anything against that, but I get, you know, then then this happened. Uh, but you can also see from the other way, which of course is you know Macron rubbing his hands when he sees stuff like this. <laughs> we got we got them fighting with each other now. You know what I mean? I think this is one of the issues where uh, both left and right should be able to technically come together but of course we've not seen this we've seen a, a far rebellious left to join up with the globalist uh, elite and the ruling class uh, and they're fighting against people that want uh, that don't want to take the vaccine right so that's uh, that's uh, that's how much you can trust the left when it comes to actually pushing back against the ruling class uh, let's go over to Australia now and take a look at a couple of things coming out of there we of course monitored Australia with with great well, grave um, um, interest and worry at the same time. Uh, let's begin with a little uh, longer extended segment on those um, quarantine camps, the mandatory quarantine camps. Uh, we played a quick video the other day of the well wellness uh, well well camp, I think it was called or something. Uh, but this is a little bit of a of a longer uh, piece. Check this out. Howard Springs near Darwin is held up as the gold standard of quarantine. Separate cabins. <laughs> on-site testing, ah. catering, and so far, no known breaches. But the Queensland government reckons it can do better. This is going to be a great boost for our defence against the Delta virus. State Cabinet has signed off on the WellCamp facility first proposed seven months ago. Businessman John Wagner will build it next door to his airport. We will have the first 500 beds operational before Christmas. The state government will lease it and run it. The cost to taxpayers is being kept under wraps. What fantastic value it will be if we can avoid just one lockdown. The federal government's previously rejected the plan on grounds it's too far from a tertiary hospital. But the deputy premiers declared it... The perfect location. Still, some old sticking points remain. Like, will international flights to WellCamp be approved? Well, we hope so. So uh, we'll be continuing those discussions uh, with, with the federal government. But we can bus people from uh, Brisbane up here if we have to. They, they could have done that months ago if, that, if that's what they wished to do, but good to them and uh, I wish them every success. The Prime Minister was given no notice of today's announcement, nor Toowoomba's Mayor. It may be a good thing for the economy in Toowoomba, but let's hope that there's no outbreaks, that there's no problems with it. If they get on top of it early and if they plan it well, it could be a good thing. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. We do not have the medical facilities here in Toowoomba. The Premier says any COVID patients will be transported to Brisbane. And so Queensland will have two purpose-built quarantine facilities. Oh, good. Two. The Commonwealth is backing one here on defence land at Pinkenbar near Brisbane Airport. There'll be rooms for 1,500 people by the middle of next year. And I mean, that's very low numbers, obviously, but you're going to see this grow. Um, you're going to see this grow. I mean, Australia, granted, has been in their uh, winter. They're they're heading into spring right now, so hopefully things do kind of ease off a bit there because it's just been so insane. But now begins to work, even if these you know quarantine mandatory quarantine centers or facilities ends getting less people for some reason. I, I don't think so because again, if they're jabbed, you're going to have the same drivers there as we've seen under the uh, spring. Um, uh, so, summer, late summer, now going into autumn uh, in the northern hemisphere, as we've uh, experienced up here, right? Uh, but so the pressure is going to be, be continue to be put on the unvaccinated. And there was one senator, Jackie Lambie, that came out recently 
uh, and said as much in a TV interview. Listen to uh, this. I think people are getting quite agitated right out there now outside, Pete, and those um, anti-vaxxers out there, that 20-30% are the ones out there are protesting on the streets and doing that sort of thing. I think you're going to find the rest of us coming at you lock, stock and barrel uh, and we're going to be putting the pressure on you fairly hard because the rest of us that are trying to do the right thing by the country and our kids and get vaccinated and do the right thing um, I think for you, uh, we're going to start to get even more agitated and we're going to start to get more hardcore. And I think that's what you're going to see, massive division out there. Mm. Uh, and it'll be us on the front foot. That's what I think is going to happen. I think the, the tide is going to turn on those anti-vaxxers out there and you are really going to feel the heat. <laughs> you remember that? Of course you remember that. Classic, classic. They always have to say it. Uh, Incredible stuff. So there you go. So the same dialogue there as in the rest uh, of the West. Some countries are opting for different types of medications. They're opting for different um, solutions and and uh, and protocols, you know, to to try to deal with this thing. Uh, while the majority of the West is just like, well, all of the West is just mRNA vaccine. That's it. No other way, right? Uh, here's a guy in Australia talking about how the uh, basically the shit will hit the fan when people truly wake up and realize what has been done to them and their leaders that have lied to them. Very, very fucking dark situation, folks. But when the people start realizing what is going on, how badly they have been deceived. These are the people who are panicking, buying toilet paper when they turn on the television. When the lights finally go on, we are going to see a mass, a mass mental breakdown of the collective society, right? It's going to be a mass breakdown. They are going to fucking go haywire. It's going to be a meltdown, folks. It could We've be right. Wait for a long time. I first read "Behold the Pale Horse" twenty years ago. William Cooper, Secret Service USA, blew the whistle on all this shit. So we knew it was coming. A lot of us knew this was coming a long time ago. But these people are going to compress all of our awakening into a fucking five-minute red pill this big, and they're going to fucking <laughs> freak. They're going to yep. freak at the magnitude of what's being done to them. And most of them will have had this. And they're going to realize everything that they've done all at once, and they're going to fucking crack. And you want to distance yourself from that. I'm telling you right now, they're going to catch on all real quick. Because it's going to spread like wildfire when it does. When they catch on. It's going to spread like wildfire, folks. And it will... Society... I'm sorry, folks. I'm not the fucking kumbaya... Happy Clapper, Wim Hof breathing, let's go do some Reiki, and I'm not on the fucking timeline. I'm manifesting a high-vibe timeline. We are on a fucking timeline to fuckville. I'm telling you right now, we're on a fucking timeline to fuckville because all shit is going to hit the fan. And I don't care how many fucking Wim Hofs you want to do and how many fucking downward dogs. It's going to get fucking <laughs> radical in this country when people catch on. that you can't get All over the world, man. And we spent the last 18 months... Coming up to 18 months, trying to warn you of this fucking agenda that the people who think the world is overpopulated by 90% want to inject 90% of the people to, to achieve herd immunity. They're all going to get a fucking wake-up call real quick. So I'm all out of fucking kumbaya and fucking positive timelines and, and that bullshit, folks. The harsh fucking brutal reality is the shit is going to hit. Going to hit the fan, presumably, he says right there. 
Yeah, he could be. He could very well be right. I don't. Uh, I do not doubt it. Uh, to be honest, um, I think we'll end with this. I don't want to go too long here today. <clears throat> Let's end with this, and this is an interesting kind of a different take on things. So it takes things in a different turn. Uh, here's Lord, Lord Jacob Rothschild explaining to the uh, the plebes watching that basically corona is not the it's coronavirus is not the end goal it's a, it's a it's a bridge it's a stepping stone it's a means to an end it's something in between and right now it's it's not even the, it's not the big town and it's not the big game in, the, in town the big show there's more things coming after this that is going to be much much worse in my view um and of course they're talking about Climate change, which makes me think climate lockdowns is is imminent uh, because that's where the real game is at. That's where real control kind of begins. Uh, so this is, a, this is a temporary phase. They'll use it for as long as they can, Corona, COVID, don't get me wrong. Uh, but listen to uh, Rothschild here. I mean, I think the phenomenal change that's come about in the last two, three years is there probably isn't a child over the age of six that isn't deeply concerned about climate change. I mean, there were reports in the past, but now the focus of the world are on those problems, whether it's droughts, whether it's storms, whether it's the seaside being ruined, just undermining life. Everything. And, and in a way, Corona has slightly, I'm afraid, eclipsed the importance of this conversation. No one's saying Corona isn't incredibly devastating, but actually we do need to think long-term about the planet. Yeah, I mean, it's a distraction, well, more than a distraction, it's a tragedy, but it does have that knock-on effect. Distraction, distraction, distraction. Interesting. It's a distraction. Hmm, wonder what they're working on in the background of all of this happening, eh? Hmm? In a way, I think he's right, but at the same time, it's it's also something, it's like, you know, an an in-your-face tool, uh, mechanisms of of change uh, essentially right that's what that's what he's talking about um so we're going to wrap up here shortly i'm going to show you let me show you two more <clears throat> recently i talked about this thing that in northern idaho and many of these red areas and stuff like that right they're they're, they're actively targeted right uh there might even have been um, releases there i mean we saw we saw cases just bubble up in all these areas many times and and, and this time around again uh, we know people have gotten it. We have probably gotten it ourselves. It, you know, it's something has been going around, and it just came overnight. Uh, but just to give you, the, you know, this idea that it's like they're considering regions like this, a, a they're ho- they're hostile to them. The, the media, the establishment, that continuously uh, berate these areas. They they say these are problem areas. We have to change their minds and stuff. And in this article from AP, again uh, uh, hosted by Yahoo News. They talk about Northern Idaho's anti-government streak, which is hampering the COVID fight, right? And then they go through all this, you know, they show the pictures and different people that are, you know, whatever. Um, but, you know, the Gadsden flag and all that kind of stuff, right? Then they interview, of course, the, the human rights, uh, uh, you know, council or whatever they're called here. Uh, but essentially they, they go through and it's like, oh, well, it, you know, Aryan nations and it's all these Nazis up there. And they set the stage essentially. And, and again, all that was like basically a federal operation. They were like, I think there were a lot of genuine, like anti, generally like freedom oriented slash militia kind of groups. 
and then they had to move in with this stuff to do a, to to do a gay op and kind of deflect from it and say and, and try the association or something like that, right? But so the, you know right away where they're where they're going, where they immediately talk about that a deadly standoff with federal agents in the Canadian border. Uh, it's Aryan nation whose leader envisioned a white homeland. You know, the, the, so you know why they're why they're saying this, right? And now hospitals in Northern Idaho are packed with COVID nineteen patients, right? And so I think most it, that seems to be. Uh, actually true that this time around right it's not it's not empty hospitals it's actually we, we had a guy in there and that's like it's it's i said completely full but you know here they claim that's like over capacity or whatever uh and so then they call that extremism because you don't want to fold you don't want to submit and it's like who maybe we should call the people that did this to us uh the extremists maybe we should talk about uh, people like fauci and peter dazak and uh, Walensky at the CDC, right? The, these kinds of people, maybe the FDA, the Janet Woodcock, who approved fentanyl and now approving an experimental mRNA technology. Maybe, maybe I don't know, maybe that's kind of the problem here. Not people who want to live their own lives and not be ruled over uh, by a hostile and, uh, you know, government, right? Anyway, you, you you get what I'm saying here. But so they're going on the full on, uh, like like an attack here, basically. So they're demonizing the area, the, this is the people are bad here, and then they do a slight little correction towards the end. It's like, well, some are just kind of, they're not all white supremacists, they're, they're just kind of anti-government. They just, they, they they value freedom and their First and Second Amendment, you know, kind of thing. But I'm, I'm just showing, I'm not going to go through the whole piece, but I'm showing you this to say, and I read the whole piece earlier, so it's a lot of nonsense as usual, but it's to show you that the with the aid of the media putting putting eyeballs on certain areas that they see as problematic that they go on uh, on an offensive against and that they that they attack essentially right uh so that's the story for that northern side is anti-government streak hampers covid19 fight essentially we need them to comply that's what it's about call them names smear them uh and, and then uh you know we'll, we'll see we'll, we'll see we'll see what, what can be done we'll we'll go from there essentially right uh i'll end with this one this was kind of funny uh will the amish take over america <laughs> and and no not the amish the real amish the actual amish historically persecuted religious sects are winning the demographic war now they're trying to of course upend that and change that really quick by opening the borders uh but it's an interesting take if these people ironically if the amish communities uh maintain their anti-tech anti-tech stance they managed to keep themselves out of that, and and no, I'm not always a luddite, but in this case, it might be the long, it might be the long, the, the long haul, uh, that might be the the technology, uh, the um, method that actually proves to be right here. Take the slow, long haul, patient, you know, way. And I assume these people are not vaccinated. I'd be very <laughs> shocked if that's the case. It could it could actually be them who becomes the uh, the uh, the 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 biggest group in America. And they're heading there anyway, demographically. They're exploding that much, which is just incredible, right? So we should take some notes from these kinds of groups. Um, not maybe on everything, of course. Uh, I'm not saying that, but uh, but 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 on some areas. Uh, they help each other out, very tight-knit communities. I mean, these guys, they, we show the footage way back. They uh, These guys, they can lift a barn. <laughs> we show them, remember the footage? They just, they the whole group picks up of, of men they pick up a barn and they move it to another place. No mechanical tools, no nothing. It's incredible. These guys are incredible. All right, that's it for us today. I hope you enjoyed it, ladies and gentlemen. Always a pleasure having you here. Thank you so much, everyone, joining us over in the um, 
the Super Chats as well, or whether you tuned in on uh, RedEyesMembers.com. Thank you to the, the members out there. Hope you enjoyed uh, this little extra stream here as well, of course. We'll be back, as I said, in the beginning of the show. Uh, should be back to normal uh, kind of schedule, more or less, uh, by next uh, weekend. Uh, of course, we'll do no-go zone as usual and that kind of stuff. We have some videos in the background working on Tuesday. I'm doing Dan Lyman uh, over from Europe. He has a, keeping his eye on, on what's what's happening in, in many of the European countries, especially specifically Central European uh, lands, so uh, Switzerland, Germany, and stuff like that. But he covers, he writes articles about Sweden and France and you know all, all over the place. So that'll be an interesting discussion coming up Tuesday. Um, we'll post about that as usual. I think we'll just do that straight up live, by the way, too. So you can tune in for that. Uh, let me read these two entropies right here. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Horace Cock Johnson says, there are only two types of people in this world. Those who want to be left alone and those who refuse to leave them alone. Yep, that's, I agree. That's it. The, the, the other group is their existence is predicating on manipulating, controlling, subverting, overthrowing, meddling, and dictating to another group, which simply just want to be left alone. And, and eventually, you push those people far enough they want to be left alone, then they... They walk away from that philosophy, you know what I mean? Blast Aliso says, at the end of the day, what drives all of this is tikkun, tikkun olam, yeah, the, the repairing the world, right? Isn't that what they're calling it? Uh, healing the world. With our aid, we'll make everything better. Yeah, you make a, you make a strong point, sir. Uh, okay. Thank you, boys and girls. We'll be back with much more here soon. Uh, always a pleasure be staying with you here. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you guys soon. Take care. Stay brave. Stay safe. We're in dangerous times, dangerous territory. Beware that there's real stuff lying out there these days. And uh, don't take it uh, as lightly as you might have done 2020. Uh, I think there's real uh, people can be uh, really subjective to stuff. Uh, we're, we're, we still have throws of, of, of weird things. But um, anyway, more on that later. Cranky Cracker uh, sends a library token uh, over on Odyssey. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Uh, smash with Scott, everybody. And we'll see you guys next time. All the people that have gone out there against the mainstream media and said, you're going to call us racist, you're going to call us potential Timothy McVeigh's, fuck you. TV.